Well, I think I have everything working. This is episode 222. We are back, Jason. It's been a long, seems like a year. It's been a long road. It's been a, a grueling path to get here, but but we're here and we're back. And there's so much to talk about. I mean, do we really have to cover it all? No. Can we just can we just start from? Uh, well, do you start with yeah? You, do you start, start back from this you, month? Do you start or, from the current. Yeah, like February maybe. Yeah, that's doable. <laughs> I mean, that's really technically what. what all the what events started. really happened in the past four months that maybe you should mention, like maybe something happened before Christmas. I don't know how before Christmas. Any, I seriously, I haven't paid attention because the PS five came out in November. So I've been really busy with that. Um, and you've been really busy doing a lot of things yourself. So heading out the races, doing a bunch of stuff. Moving. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I saw, yeah. Um, in December, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot really happened in December. You know, we went through silly season, which has been really that's a lot of the 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 domination of the the headlines, I guess you could say, as a lot has to do with uh, with the silly season and you know, kind of finishing up the year. And then getting into the new year, typically we have the Reedy race in January, but we didn't have the Reedy race this year. Uh, they decided to put it on hiatus. They had the CRC event, uh, as usual in, in Ohio. And then we jumped into February, which had our indoor national series opener in Omaha, Nebraska, Omaha, Omaha. Yep. You're required to say that all the time. And then we got past that. We went to Nitra Challenge. Uh, after Nitra Challenge, two weeks later, we did the Desert Classic. Jimmy Simmons with the holy shit, I haven't seen you all in a while. And then after Desert Classic, uh, we were over here in, uh, we just did a Las Vegas 702 Raceway for our NCTS. So... We've actually done a lot of racing already this year. Uh, um, that's without the Reedy race. So, Jeez. you know, we dominated uh, everything, right? You know, we, you know, me and you, I was talking about, or we're in the chat and then I'll be like, ah, and it'll be Thursday and I'm leaving. And you're just like, where now? What, where are you going now? But it's funny because traditionally we even travel more than this. So, uh, yeah, it's, but it's been a busy and a really good year for racing. The, the turnouts have been good. Uh, I would say the highlight, the highlight for us was probably uh, getting into February and uh, Mayfield getting that sweep at the Nitro Challenge. He won all three classes. So it's nice to have our guys back though. Look at this. Justin yeah. Doyle. We got Spencer. I mean, they don't go Spencer. anywhere. They're, they're, they're still, they're still the fans. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're up to 14 fan. Usually it's 10, but yeah. So yeah. Spencer mentioned Warzone. Warzone. Um, this is my favorite map. Uh, Rebirth Island. Okay. Spencer will know what that's about. 
Yeah, I don't. I was wondering what that was. <clears throat> um, Justin Doyle, yep. RJ's here, Jimmy Simmons. We released some products Scott along Foy. the way. Oh, Scott Foy, yeah. Uh, you know, we released some products along the way. I know you were going to – there were several times you were teasing putting the uh, – uh, the quick reference calipers behind us in the in the graphics window. Um, oh, had that yeah, photo. That, you had that photo for calibers? a while. <clears throat> so we had many many products that we've been releasing. Uh, last week was a big week for for releases, and it's been a it was a good finish to the end of last year and then getting into this year just some great great events there it is there's my calibers yep still haven't received them yet they're uh they're in the mail so just doing the the CRC race a lot of guys went there Spencer won a two wheel there and Dakota won uh, I believe four wheel and truck <laughs> oh all right <laughs> we'll take that advice rj rob look at he's here we can always count on Sturgill. Rob. yep and you know that was another benefit of being in omaha is i got to see i got to see rob was that really a benefit i mean uh, come on yeah it was probably a benefit <laughs> probably <laughs> No, he, Love it. he he gets the jokes. He 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 <laughs> understands all our jokes. And... Yeah, there's not many that uh, can understand our sense of humor, or at least my sense of humor. And Sergio gets it. He does. He gets he's it. You know, he's the only one probably that um, you probably. I thought you caught the most amount of stuff on social media in terms of shares and you know you can't get anything by you in other words on social media oh yeah yeah rob is uh, he's right he's right on you it's like 1a and 1b like you guys are uh guys so rob does send me stuff in the chat and i've already seen it like a week ago and i tell him about it i'm like rob let's let's pay attention here that came out last week yeah we got to tell kirby that all the time it's like come on (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Kirby. I posted that last week. Dude. Keep keep up, Kirby. Uh, Justin Doyle, great last couple videos. Uh, oh, Spencer, love the dual cam action. Oh, ooh. all right. We won't ask about that. Who uh, had the dual we'll, cam? Dual cam. All right. Well, who had that? Dual cam. Yeah, Spencer, I guess. So, oh, so maybe maybe Je- so Justin was commenting that he liked Spencer's. Is that what you're talking about? Right there it is. There's his comment. Okay, sorry. Yeah, hold on. Good friend Will Britton. Oh, Will, yeah. Will was one of the last guys on the show with us during uh, I think that October. <laughs> that October. Uh, I think he was on during <laughs> the uh, Halloween. I wasn't at that show. Michael Myers covered for that, me. That's true. I forgot. And Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> so yeah, Omaha was great. Got to see Rob. Uh, good turnout. The only thing that was brutal was the weather. It was uh, just insanely cold. It was the coldest I'd ever been in. Negative four degrees. Uh, A lot of people asking, you know, (laughs) 
why are we here? Why are we racing? But I think three out of the four days it snowed in, in Omaha. So, but it didn't stop. It didn't stop the guys from coming in and racing. Pits were full every day. Everybody was ready to go. And yes, we were talking about CRC first. So yeah, Dakota won, I believe four wheel and truck. Spencer won two wheel. Um, I think Matty G was there running 17.5, 13.5. I think he had a great weekend. Then we got into Omaha. Dakota won uh, both classes there. Mayfield was there with us, and I think Ryan got a second and third. <laughs> Aiden Horn got second in the other one. Yes, that was that was a lot of good pro tips there, RJ. All right, I'm sorry. RC, go ahead. It's been so long, Jason. We're getting all these comments in here. Yeah, we're getting we're well, yeah. you can keep us up to go up to all right. Yeah, you, you don't have to pay attention much to these. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> so get me up to speed. All right, RC. Because well, literally I, I have not other than some people messaging me saying, Hey, what's going on with this or that or or you know, whatever. I have not kept up with it. I don't think I've been bugging you much with it either. Definitely not. No. <laughs> you you just usually go, is Mayfield there? I just ask you where's yeah, where's where's Mayfield at? Spencer. Is he there? What's the usual crew? Mayfield, Spencer, Dakota. I ask you where those guys are at. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody else, but I'm just saying. You're just hey, let me know how those guys do. Yep, that's it. So so Jason just shoots me a message. Uh Mayfield's first. Mayfield TQ'd. Oh, cool. Yeah, go through go through CRC, go through Omaha, then Nitro Challenge, which was probably the biggest event we've done uh all of you know this since the COVID stuff. So I think they had 700 entries there in California for Nitro Challenge. Okay. So big big event, Mayfield got the sweep. Second time he's done the sweep there. I want to say that others have won two classes, but nobody's ever won three. I think he's wow. the only one that's done that. Get the broom out. Yep. Super cold. We were running. Yeah, start off the year at CRC. They're just running silver ellipses as slicks. We go to Omaha. We're running gold ellipses as slicks. We go to Nitro Challenge. We're running for the... For the most part, everybody was running green reflexes. And then we scooted over to Desert Classic there, which we got to pit outside. Scott Foy says Spencer's drive from the B to almost getting on the podium. What a drive. It was. Yeah, he did a great job. He really should have, he really belonged in the main to, to kind of get it going. But uh, he had only three qualifiers, and two of them weren't that great. So he had to be in the B, and he had a good drive, bumped up, and uh, then he got uh, almost the podium. He got he got fourth. Uh, Tanner Denny got him with a couple laps to go. They battled. Uh, so it was a good race. We go over to Desert Classic, which we pitted outside this year at Desert Classic, which it's an indoor race. So we did a full outdoor, uh, a full outdoor pit setup that they set up for us and man it was it was great uh, everybody loved pitting outside 
it was probably the highlight. I mean, as nice as the facility is, as nice as everything is there at Desert Classic, it was just still amazing. Um, you know, amazing to to do it uh, to pit outside. Just reminded everybody of the old Cactus Classic. Yeah. <clears throat> there he is, John Bolton. Good friend of the show, John Bolton. Says yeah, so uh, I, Will Britton's uh, his hero, by the way. I it's if you're gonna pick a hero, Will Britton, you might as well go with Will. Yeah, so Desert Classic. Spencer won uh, two-wheel drive there. <laughs> yeah, Scott was watching the race with us. It was ice cold at, at uh, Nitro Challenge. Yeah, so then forward up to Desert Classic. Spencer won two-wheel. Dakota won four-wheel. And I think Dustin Evans won mod truck. That was the three, the big three at Desert Classic. <clears throat> probably the most, probably one of the most enjoyable races to be at, especially pitting outside this year. But then uh, the track is probably the, one of the most difficult ones you can you can run. Slick tires again. We ran mostly silver slicks. So two out of the three events this year: silver slicks and then uh, golds in Omaha. And then just over the weekend, we went to Vegas and ran our uh, carpet race there at 702, which was a big battle. Uh, getting for the first time, we had uh, Brock Champlin, who he's been on the show with us, uh, talking to us. So, the first time he's able to run the Schumacher cars. I know you and Kirby were excited about that. Oh, hell yeah. Getting that. You love those Schumachers. That's right. I'm just buying something here at the same time. Scott Foy says, can't wait to go out to Arizona City, the BK Classic. Yeah, I believe, what did we have in October, the year before? Something like that. I think it was something like that. Joe Zare Jr. checking in. Holy shit. Glad you're back. We're glad you're back, Joe. Yeah, he was another guy that was at our race in Omaha, freezing with us over there. Uh, oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Joe runs the Ran Out of Talent podcast. Yeah, we talked about podcasting. Uh, we talked about his uh, mixed martial arts stuff. So, yeah, supposedly he's really good at that. You can take him down, though, Jason. Man. It's like that meme I sent you the other day in the chat. Oh, I would hit him with the guillotine and then yeah, and put him in a... <laughs> yeah, the M, that, uh, that's a classic meme now. Uh, Justin Jubert. He surprised me <clears throat> back. Yeah, he was probably on one of our last episodes bef before the... October one, he was doing the, he had the outside uh, background going. He was talking to us a little bit about everything. Right? Yeah, you remember? Actually, oh, actually remember that was that. after, that was after, right after the Mugen Challenge, when you came out to Mugen Challenge. I remember 
Jubert jumped on with us. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My memory shot. Now that you mentioned it, I was like, oh, that's right. I was at LCRC. <laughs> uh, Mitchell says, uh, is this real? I haven't listened. Yeah, it's real. This is real. Many of this you guys real. real. <laughs> it's not a replay. <laughs> um, you would have, Gotti, you would have loved... What's it? The parody's crazy now with the T.O. guys. I don't know what that means, but it must be like a football or video game or something. Mm. I don't know. I'm missing that. Help me out, John. So, <laughs> P. Phillips, you, the uh, sorry, Jason. We're going to get a lot of these. We got a lot coming through. Uh, P. Phillips says, the hell? Couldn't drop a warning message for me? <laughs> this was actually. This for, was the warning. This was the morning. <laughs> and uh, we really weren't even sure if we were going to make it tonight. And literally, I get in the house, run upstairs at 6.30. Haven't been really sitting down here since October. <laughs> and had to blow, you know, blow the dust off everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and just kind of like... still working. Yeah. Turn the laptop on. I don't think I have a lot of some things adjusted, right? The lighting and stuff yet, but uh, some of that was moved a little. But literally just flipped open the laptop, turn the roadcaster on, and just prayed it worked. And here we are. You would have loved the race at 702. We actually had some real, some real, I wouldn't say drama, but uh, we had the battle, the, uh, the old school, like two guys wanting to beat each other bad. You'd have been loving that. Oh, okay. A little bit of a. Got a big rivalry going. Oh. It's a big rivalry race. A little heated moment. Yeah, it was a little heated. I think this is Kirby on our. Uh... Facebook page. I got bad news. Jubert wrecked his sled. Oh, no, Jubert. Hope everything's... Jubert says he broke everything. Okay. Every year, Jubert uh, crashes his snowmobile for you listeners out there. Really? Yeah. Every time the snow drops and Jubert's all jacked up, ready to go outside and get on the snowmobile. And sure enough, you can, you know, a day or, you know, a day or so go by. And then all of a sudden, you'll be like, well, wrecked my sled, guys. Sorry. I'm in the hospital now. <laughs> For the people that, that that aren't from up north, it, it is called a sled. Yeah. Okay. You don't you don't say snowmobiling, right? You're just right. like I got my yeah, sled. I think the cool thing to say is sled, if there is a cool thing to say for snowmobiling. Yes, you got a sled. <laughs> and I just said snowmobile. Corey Jordan, left tire salute. Corey Jordan in the house. And actually, while we were off, um, you know, you have all these other podcasts out there doing their thing. And Corey Jordan uh, is doing his own YouTube interviews. I saw it show up in my news feed, and uh, Corey's been interviewing uh, team managers and stuff from, uh, I don't, I want to say JC. What's that other? Uh, JQ. I think, I think that's who he runs. If I'm right, Corey, right? Uh, JQ cars. Um, 
Justin Jubert, see, he doesn't deny <laughs> uh, wrecking his sled. Is that is that what right. you say? Is that the cool thing to say, Justin? Sled. <clears throat> All right. I KO'd my sled. That would be something you could say. KO'd my sled. Sean says, great to see you guys are back. Yep. We're back. We apologize for the break, but um, now we're re-energized. Got to have a vacation. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, I, we don't like to do this to you guys, but uh, check the calipers behind God. Life happens. Yeah, you you like that? Yeah, I designed them. Or wait, did I? Do, are you you, uh, you, you and Kirby on the napkin? <laughs> RJ says sled or ski do. Ski do. Hmm. Ski do is like a brand, right? That's like Kleenex. Right. I think. Oh, Duck says uh, no more. Uh, oh, no more JQ. Uh, ma- ma- how do you say that, Mako? <clears throat> Miyagi. What? How do you say that right there? That's not me. Mi- <laughs> Miyagi. Yeah, Miyagi. Mister Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Uh, may Maya Mayako. Miyako. Miyako. What's uh? No more. So Corey's think- running Mayako now. I, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit lost on the whole thing to be honest. I think oh, okay. it's I think there is going to be a transition from JQ Racing to this new company name, but oh. I don't think I I know something's kind of going down here where this is a new a new brand started. Gotcha. Oh, and and JQ's part of the new brand. That's right. Gotcha. All right. So I wouldn't think that there's going to be two brands going forward. Like, I don't know why you would need, if the same guy is designing both cars, why you would need two cars. So I would think that it's all going to be kind of one. So we'll see what happens. Uh, We had. Oh, well, Corey says he's running JQ. Okay. Oh, there you go. Like I yeah, said, you guys got to keep me up to date on all this stuff. I don't well, you're getting there. Or, you're getting me up to date because yeah. I haven't. We're getting you up to date right now. All right. We're having. Uh, Mitchell right says, uh, was thinking those calipers are not so good with the aging RC eyes. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Depends. I'm 44. I can still see them. Yeah, but you got bifocals on. No. I thought you said you were oh, trifocals. I don't have trifocals. They're just regular glasses. It's okay to admit it, Jason. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry excited. I blew everything here, but trifocals. Blew your cover. Could have swore you said last month you had to go, you had to switch from the buys to the tries. Maybe it was someone else I was talking to. Yeah, All right. Uh, uh, Duck, Duck says so JQ is moving to be lead designer. Uh, lead design engineer on Mayeko. May I don't even know. Mayeko. Mayeko. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so JQ himself is a lead designer. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, There's a, I, I think you actually watched it. Maybe we watched it together or we watched it, but there's a video explaining the new company it doesn't really explain I, what happens to JQ, although he may have explained that later. I don't know, but okay. 
Um, but there is a video that I watched about the the new company and the philosophy and whatever the case. Oh, I didn't realize it was a new company or something. I didn't watch the video, but uh, yeah. JQ is the engineer of uh, and Mayeko and JQ Racing is still go- going. Okay, cool. There you go. There's, so they're both operating. Um, I don't know why. Now you need two. Now you're gonna have two eight scale cars out there and. Oh, is it just a scale? Yeah, I I guess I don't know. Oh. I mean, that was the impression I was getting. Well, a scale is awesome. So I I couldn't be more confused to be honest with the whole thing. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know much about it. Feel free to fill me in. Uh, oh, Mitchell uses readers, so he's going to use readers to read the caliper. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Got to have your get those readers. I don't, I don't think it'd be that hard to read that well. No. Um, Justin Doyle wants to know if I got got my COVID shot. I I uh, no, I did not. <laughs> and I will not be getting a COVID shot because this guy, this Is guy right here, cannot. I'm a wuss. I know. I cannot stand needles. Uh oh. Cannot stand them, dude. I literally. But you'll do anything getting your teeth clean. Like you're like you're I like love... the biggest pro of <laughs> teeth cleaning. Oh, dude, I'm always at the dentist. I love going to the dentist. <clears throat> I think people. I think in in uh, in the grand scheme of things, most people would probably try to avoid the dentist. Mm-mm. But you're just you're in. You're just like you can't I'll... wait for that next appointment. Yep. Indeed. I even like the whole process of when I got my braces. Like, you know, didn't bother me one bit. Hmm. Um, P. Phillips says I'm glass shaming. Glasses shaming. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just I, I'm being straight up. Jason don't want to admit it here, but he said he got trifocals. Anyway. Trifocals. Right. The Mayeko uh, car is designed by JQ. There you go. All right. My echo. Okay, here's somebody finally got it for a checkered pass. My, my echo, my echo. Got. It. All right. Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, name, so I for whatever reason, the, you know, a lot of the JQ stuff definitely um, makes a lot of um, newsworthy, you know, content. People talk about it. They like yeah. to. They like to discuss these different things, but uh, in the end, uh, it's still about the product and does it sell. And I think, I think definitely JQ will design a good car. I think he's got uh, now he's got uh, a ton of experience, a ton of experience uh, with the eight scale cars, and uh, you kind of know what you want. And he's writing. He's writing books and doing videos and oh wow! Um, so is is the car? So there is the car out? Like is it coming out real soon? I don't know. I I'm maybe I it'll debut know. at the Nats at LCRC. Yeah, it could. It could. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. All other right. than they showed a couple things in the video, some parts and. Uh, okay, so they teased stuff and then didn't, didn't really give you a launch date yet or anything. Yeah, as far as I know, I didn't. I didn't see that. All right, I'll have to check it out. 
Um, well, this, this is a great point by P. Phillips. We'll, we'll get to the RC here, Jason. Uh, P. Phillips says, only you need a COVID shot if you leave the house or go around other people. God, God he's... <laughs> that's yeah, correct. he's... I mean, it's, it is a... It's an excellent point. Yeah. I did have a, a scare, though. Remember, Jason, I had to... Uh, I, 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 I text you. I was like, I'm on COVID watch. Yep. Because I was you, around somebody that ended up having it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, you know, in the fetal position in my room. Yeah, you're in, you're in that shower. What was that shower scene from that movie that they always talk about the crying game? Where the guy's like crying in the shower. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was going to say. But it's funny how when you get exposed to somebody, you find out you're exposed to it. And then your head, you know, you start playing oh, tricks. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I think I got a fever. And then you're like, yep. oh, I can't taste this. I, I don't think I could taste it. I don't. I can't taste mm-hmm. this. It's like, mm-hmm. drive yourself nuts. Um, oh. You're like, that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. I'm going down. That's it. I, <laughs> I know. I was texting you guys. I'm like, this is it. I'm done. Yeah. I think something's wrong. Uh, Jason. Santos. There he is. What's up, boys? How we doing? Good to I see you. Jason at the uh, Mugen Challenge. Was it the Mugen Challenge? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the show. I don't know what episode that was, but uh, Jason we, was on the show. We talked a lot of RC10 stuff. <clears throat> it was good. He messaged me not too long ago and said he found a Trinity chassis for the Ultima for me. Oh. You know, the graphite chassis. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah. you know, he wanted to know if I you know, was interested in it. I'm like, Man, I, I, what am I going to do? Like, I can't, I can't do anything with it. You know what I mean? I need the whole car. So if you can build a whole car for me for under a hundred bucks, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> for under a hundred bucks. Uh, Drew Spurgeon. Spurgeon uh, hey, welcome back. Uh, not sold in stores. Oh, he Maybe means that. the uh, uh, JQ. My echo. My echo. Uh, man, we got a lot of comments in here. I got to go through, but um, Mitchell says associated following X-ray, and and the one model per year. One model per year, is that true, Jason? What's associated? They're definitely now? getting closer. Are they? I don't. I don't know if the B six two and the B six point three. I'm not sure if they were a year. Uh, apart but <clears throat> yeah the the generations are closing in uh, yeah i don't really know what to say other than that's that's essentially what the business of racing has come down to is uh new really what it is <laughs> is <laughs> instead of making more B6.2s. And this is what X-rays has done. What you do is you you incorporate updates you've done along for the last year or year and a half, and you put them in the box with it, and you have a, a, a revision on it. You know, when it comes to X-ray, they call it a different year model, and the other companies are adding a, a revision number. 
I don't know if it's, I don't know that it's the greatest system, but at the moment that's what the business has come to is sort of this touring car esque system of updates. Justin Doyle says all the brands will follow X-Ray soon. The, the the part that I don't think you can do is I don't think – I think it's very difficult to update all your cars every single year. You have to have really kind of a pretty big staff to be working on that, and you have to have the capability, the manufacturing capability to be able to release these things a month or two apart. So I could see that being an issue and but if you really look at these vehicles um you you have to really determine if 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 you need what the <clears throat> updates are or if you can buy the updates individually and just add them to your own car i think the theory is is that with these new vehicles is maybe you need a new kit you know a refresh or a new kit anyway and you might as well get the latest so I think that's really what the, you know, the basis of these, these kit revisions are is that they feel or people feel that they need a new kit for the new season or new parts. So you might as well buy it, buy a kit. So that's what's happening yeah. uh, this year. I mean, the, the racing itself has been super popular in, um, I don't know if it's the most popular we've seen, but it's definitely doing really well. So this system hasn't, it hasn't proven to hurt uh, everything as far as racing goes at this point, but we'll see. Personally, I don't, I wish it wasn't like that, but. Yeah. Well, that's you also know, like everything's like that today, though. Like every year, a new phone comes out, and everybody has to have the newest thing. Well, with, I mean, and, and, and it's the part that uh, we'll we'll talk about what Duckhead is saying here after. But part of what's happening is they're just like you said. They're just you know that's the whole world right now. Is they know uh, the way to keep ha having people buy stuff is by having another model or an update and it's not just RC cars. So I think it's a little unfair to judge RC cars differently than you do all your other products, but that's just the way it is these days. And what I have heard, you know, Duckhead is mentioning here that they could do a B2 to B, you know, do a conversion kit from one to the other. The issue is, Anytime any of these companies have ever had conversion kits, they don't sell. I know mm -hmm. that for a fact um, that anytime <clears throat> you offer a conversion kit, it doesn't sell in comparison to selling the kit. So uh, it just doesn't make any sense for them to do it that way if it's the sales just aren't there like it is. And I mean, everybody has to also understand that these are also businesses and they're trying, you know, the whole objective is to supply a product and try to make some money. So that's the only way it keeps going. Yeah. 
Uh, Duck also mentions, let's not forget X-Ray already has the tooling and manufacturing in-house. No one else has that capability. Yeah, for the most part. The part that's kind of strange, though, is, you know, the x-ray stuff is still the most expensive or one of the more expensive ones, especially their parts. So, uh, you know, sure, they are making it in their facility, which we were at their facility in 2019. We talked about that. It's amazing. Uh, Their place is amazing. You have no idea how they have it. Um, It's just so um, it's the nicest place in the whole town <laughs> uh, we were at, but yeah, there's still their stuff still remains uh, kind of on the expensive side. So, uh, checkered pass says X-ray has the backing of the government and they have hands in other things. It's not a dedicated RC only company like AE, etc. Well, that is the rumor. But um, everybody thinks they know they know. Uh, but you know, when you're there, <clears throat> there's nothing else other than RC stuff. So you know, that is the rumor is that they do have a lot of ability and a lot of backing from the government. But when you're there, you don't see anything other than RC uh, parts, equipment. Um, so. If they're making something else, it's hidden somewhere else or it's underneath the ground or something because when you're in there, uh, everything there is RC. What I have heard, and of course these are all just rumors, which, you know, you know, maybe the rumor, the whole rumor thing is how all this starts. But, uh, you know, the rumor I've heard is that there is a uh, with the government is that they have this agreement that if they do need to make anything for the government, they are one of the first people they would come to, to make it for the government. And, but they just aren't having them do anything. So that's why they, but of course this is just all rumors and when you're there, it just looks like all RC, you know, Two of the biggest buildings there are built for RC racing. So, I mean, the the track we ran the worlds at is is huge. It's a brand new building. The bathrooms are as nice as any five star hotel. <laughs> you know, you know, maybe four star. I don't know, but it's nice. And yeah, there's a lot of rumors and things. But when I was there, all I saw was RC stuff. And they're pretty proud of it that they have, you know, of course you would be proud to have, you know, the capability that they have and they definitely don't brag about it, about anything else other than RC. So. Yeah. I I love their website, their presentations, their advertisements that they do online. Well, Uh, you know, and, and I like it too. The the only problem I have had over the years is uh, that they will take something that has already been in the market and sort of try to take it like they're the only ones that have done it before. Huh. Um, and I think that that's 
to me, that's the part that always gets most people. I'm sure if you're an x-ray fan, then you love everything that they do. But if you're, if you're not somebody that's already following it from that standpoint, you look at these things and I mean, they recently released a body for eight scale and I had everybody messaging me like, you know, saying, you know, why did they make you guys this body? And why they what? They they made a body exactly like our eight scale body. Yeah. And yeah. Every, everyone's contacting us about it or contacting me. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess it's just, you know, I guess they liked it. But in the description of everything right. of the body, they're trying to explain how they came to this uh, end result of making this body. And it's kind of like saying that, you know, after all this testing and variations and all this type of stuff that they came to the end of that, to that line, but it just looks just like our body. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. it's, it's just strange. It's just body. A, they all look the same. Well, in this situation, you know, you see logo on it. <laughs> well, you, you could have jumped, you know, yeah. everybody's copied stuff in the business. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it, but you could say, you could you could just say you know hey we got a new body in the car or in the kit you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to go down and try to explain um, that you made it look like you invented it. Hmm. But I like it. There's I like a lot what of people. Doing. Yeah. A little bit of Trinity in them from the old days, huh? Nah, not at all. This oh, is okay. We can talk about the Trinity thing too if you want. We were talking. Uh, why? About what happened there? No, we were talking about that that one where that one night in the chat where, um, essentially, all the stuff that that Trinity would do in the '90s, how you loved it, and oh, I did, awesome. I did, and I didn't like it. Like to me, we were on exact opposites. Yeah, I love, I love the the pop shots at other companies. Um, I mean that that made it fun too. I mean, it, but back then it was just a different time. It, it, actual, mm -hmm. the races really to me meant something. You go to races, they, I mean, they, they mean something now, but I mean like the companies and the manufacturers, it seemed like they actually, maybe they didn't hate each other, but it just seemed like they did. Like they just, well, definitely Trinity and, and Associated hated each other. I'm right. Sure. So you had that war going on and it was just, <laughs> it just made it fun, man. And, and, to, and today, and I could be wrong on this because I'm not out there, but when I do go to a race or whatever, on a rare occasion, I don't know. It just seems like, Everybody's just having a good time and everybody gets along with each other, which is fine. I'm not saying don't have a good time, but it just seems like the manufacturers and everybody just, it's just, they're there and they're all like, hey, what's up? And it's all lovey dovey. And, and it's, it's certainly, it is certainly different now from that standpoint. I mean, we used to joke that we would have like a tent emptying brawl at some of the old races in the nineties. Right. Cause at like winter champs, there was, you know, associate had a big tent. Losi had a big tent and we would always joke that there would be like, at some point there would be, cause the winter champs was everything. Like there was a one bleachers was associated one, or like a full yeah. bleachers. You sat on one side was associated people. You sat on the other side was the Losi bleachers and, 
Um, so the joke was I was at some point something was going to happen and there was going to be a tent emptying brawl. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> was, the, was the was the joke? I mean, that never happened. But um, but you didn't. There see was it, a right? lot of passion. Yeah, a lot. And not that there's. We had a little bit of that over the weekend. I was trying to tell you about our race at seven o two. You know, with just uh, people wanting to beat each other, and there was some tension. I guess that's the right word. There was actually tension and actually there was, it had a buzz to it. And that was, it kind of reminded me of those days. Mm. Yeah. I would have loved that. I try to tell, and I try to tell people about it, like, you know, Hey, this isn't really that big of a deal. Like this is kind of how we used to do it. You know, it was like, uh, but yeah, so it was good. That's, that was a, a, a good part of, um, just the tension of guys wanting to beat each other is fine. I mean, obviously there's a line you can't cross, but, but, uh, you know, wanting to beat somebody, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, duck mentions there were definitely more characters back then. Uncle, uncle Ernie and pops Lucy. Yeah. I mean, and these guys were the owners. I think that was the difference is, uh, when you're dealing with everybody, you know, you know, we're almost in second or third generation uh, type situations now where, um, you know, like in, in, you know, the, the associated side of things, you know, Gene Husting and Roger Curtis really aren't, you know, involved and associated. They're people, you know, maybe a son or somebody directly, um, that they hired maybe still around. Um, obviously team, team Losey sold team Losey sold to horizon many years back. And, uh, you know, so there's just the ownerships aren't the same, I guess is the simple way to say it. You know, Ernie's still Trinity, but he's, he's got more, uh, he's got different people kind of doing the groundwork now, whereas he would be at those events back in the old days. And, um, Mixing it up. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Brian says, so Rab took me out in a qualifier and I thought about throwing them off the driver's stand at the winter champs. <laughs> I told you it wasn't, there was no joke, man. The winter champs was the real deal. And Brian knows he was there and there was one side was the associated bleachers. The other side was the low seat bleachers. And if your guy had a good qualifier, one side of the bleachers would cheer and the other side would boo. Like it was just a big deal, man. You would have loved it. It was the race. Like it really was. Um, The people that didn't, that people that experienced it know from that standpoint, the people that did not kind of missed out, Uh, but it was just such a big deal. And it was so people had so much passion and, uh, and the, the, and you didn't even have to be on a, a team <clears throat> to have that kind of passion back then. It was just like, if you ran one or the other, you, you selected, you know, what side you were going to be on and you, and that's who you cheered, cheered on. And it was, it was just, it meant a lot to everybody. Yep. Uh, Justin Juber says, nobody wants to be the heel with social media now in play. Right. And, mm-hmm. and there would be a big, uh, <laughs> it would be interesting to see 
if somebody wanted to play the heel, how that would go over, you know, if you could, and I guess you could kind of say in a sense that, and I don't know if this is true, but in a sense, JQ has been a heel in a way, um, <laughs> you know, he'll, he'll take, uh, for the sake of having the argument, he'll, he'll take the argument on, he'll do anything. Um, so I'd say if anybody has been a little bit, maybe he has, but, um, the question is, are you doing it for real or are you doing it? You know what I mean? Like in wrestling, you'd be a heel, but that's like scripted, right? You're a scripted heel and you could turn back to a baby face at any time. But, you know, if you're doing it in the real world, are you really actually acting to be a heel or are you just, is that just you? So, uh, sure. It'd be a lot more fun is like, if it wasn't you and you were just acting, then it would be really fun. Yeah, I like to be the heel. Yeah, I mean they say embrace that, the hate. That's a, that's what I always say. Well, these, you know, in the that wrestling world, mm-hmm. they say a lot of the guys they rather prefer to play the heel. They, yeah, they just it's say it's it's more natural. It's it's you don't yeah it's 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 natural. Um. See what else we got here. Oh, Jubert, you will love this. I gotta show Justin Jubert my shirt. You got a sled? Look at the shirt, Jubert. Seven. Seven. Brady. All the Super Bowls and Roman numerals there. Look at that. Hmm. All right. Um, uh, Duck says he's an unbiased hill, though. He just cases on everyone. Unbiased hill. Okay. Um, Jake. Jake says, what's up? You're finally back. Yes, we're back. We're back. I see Jake out there still racing his uh, TC3 and his VTA class. He's um, he's definitely getting a lot of mileage out of that platform, which is pretty amazing to see. I don't know. I always see him out there at these fancy dinners and stuff, and I'm I'm over here. You know, I'm, I'm on, my, on my phone looking at, you know, his posts, and he's in uh, – Florida, he's going to all these fancy places. Nice I'm, weather. I'm like with my nickels at the same time, trying to count them up to go to sheets and get a sub. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, look at Jake. He's eating good tonight. Yeah, he is. Fancy plate of food. There looks like stuff I could never afford. Anyway, he's living like Rona. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was thinking of you. When we were at seven oh two, right over over the weekend, and uh, I ate, I went over twice to the uh, the truck stop. Uh, we got we got our food from the truck stop next door oh, at seven oh two, right. Uh, so uh, the old uh, Petro gas station that they also have Ooh. a uh, they <laughs> how that hit <laughs> they they have a. A restaurant connected to it called the, is it the Iron Skillet? I think that's oh, what okay. Yeah, the Iron Skillet. The yeah. Iron Skillet. And mm-hmm. I remember going there with my dad back in the eighties. We'd yep, go to drive so. drive to Michigan and we'd stop there. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was great when I was a kid. I was like, oh man, do we get to go to the Iron Skillet? You know. And then I saw it driving into the track. I'm like, oh, we got to go to the Iron Skillet. And everyone's looking at me like, what? 
<laughs> but we went, we, we got, we got lunch from there twice. So they had okay. one there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know they're still around. Cool. I know. Hmm. Somebody will know Pete, you know, who's going to know there is, there it is. Iron skillet. Watch what Pete Phillips recognizes. He'll know the iron skillet. That's a trucker. That's a truck stop. Right. Oh, or just I, it wasn't a, I think they have a buffet, but yeah. we just, I just ordered after the menu. I used to go to a buffet. Chicken strips, man. Oh, yeah. Iron skillet. Duck says iron skillet is great hangover food. <laughs> That's probably correct, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> Pete Phillips. Even truck drivers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Well. Really? I thought that was a truck driver thing, the iron skillet. Well, man. you go there. They got the diesel fuel. We pull up. Good yeah. truck stop. I wonder what the good truck stops are now. The one that we see, what's the one that's badass now? It's got like the the logo's got like the little mouse, or it's like a, it's got like a little rat, or I forget what it is. Chuck E. Cheese. It kind of looks like that. It's got like a little. Come on, Pete, help us out. Pete'll know. Yeah, I forget. Um, <clears throat> Hilarious. Yeah, I can't believe he avoids the iron skillet. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know trucker. I thought that was a trucker thing. I thought they loved that. Yeah, see, um, yeah. And when I went to Iron Skillet, I was like, yeah, I felt like a truck driver. Like you know, as a kid, I was like, yeah, yeah. Sit at the bar. Yeah, right. At those little pivoting chairs up yep, there. Absolutely. Uh, RJ says when I was on the road for uh, MSD Ignition, the Iron Skillet was pretty decent. This was ages ago. Oh, yeah. there you go. Got one I mean, that's, thumbs that's up about, skill there, one thumbs down by Pete. <clears throat> yeah, I went there once. I ordered, I got two chicken things, chicken finger things. Got one for Lee, one for me, and then I got to get Hannah found her. Uh... <laughs> Pete Phillips says, Iron Skillet is for drivers that are too tired to pour their own coffee in the store. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so you sit down at the little counter and let them pour it for you. Yeah. Wow, I'm shocked by this. The Iron Skill, it's not a, a favorite amongst truckers. Okay. we got. He's got to tell us what that other one is. To... Yeah, Pete, what's the other? What's the, what's, what is the new hot one? The new hot truck stops to go to or the Iron Skillet type thing. Um, uh, Mitchell says, uh, Selena, Selena 52 is worth a read. I wonder what's that. Hmm. I don't know. I might've missed something up here. Uh, Alex Sturgeon checking in here. He says Hobbyplex show in the house. That's right. Check out Hobbyplex show. I have, I'm, I'm a subscriber on YouTube. I check out his shows. Hmm. Uh, does the Hobbyplex live? I think he calls it. Uh, in the house of watching Godfather of RC podcast. Well, thank you. Godfather of RC podcasting. Hey, you know what? Hey. You like the Godfather movie? I mean, you've, you, 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 you know, you got, uh, I, uh, the Godfather of something. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to take that compliment and run with it. It is a compliment. It is. It is. Thank you. <clears throat> Oh, Alex uh, checks in and says, uh, pilot. That's another one. Pilot travel centers. Yeah. Isn't that 
Don't they have the iron skillet? <laughs> I'll keep searching while you're looking. Here we go. P. Phillips says monster or uh, most. I wanted to say monster trucks. Most trucks, truck stops are getting smaller. Loves is the fastest growing one. Okay, I've heard of Loves. All right. Let's turn yeah, it. I mean, a- yeah, Loves is is a big one we see. Most Loves have fast food. Flying J's, Flying J has Denny's. Oh, all right. Okay. So Denny's is still the the place to go, especially after drinking, I guess. Right. Yeah, who was the who was that RJ saying that was the place to go after hangovers? So is Love the one that has the little logo that with the mouse or something? Yeah, I don't know. No, I think Love just uses a, a heart. Yeah, yeah, just a heart. Huh, that's funny. Meth and lot lizards. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Did you see any lot lizards out there? Uh no. All right. Oh, this might be it, Jason. Check that that's out. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Bucky's. Yep, that's the one. Bucky's truck stop. We know he. We knew he would know. There right. It is. It's got a. It's like a squirrel. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like a it's like a little squirrel with a hat with the bill flipped up. So Pete, the Bucky's is the place to go. Yep. They're awesome. I don't know. I just Oh, I'm asking Pete. Oh, sorry. Oh, so my opinion doesn't count. Oh, you're not a trucker, so we're on the road a lot though. Oh yeah, okay. Looks like a, like a beaver there. Bucky beaver. Yeah. Nice beaver. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. All right. Um, on to more truck stop <laughs> truck stop talk on the Radio Impound podcast. If you'd like some RC talk, head over to uh, let me name off a few podcasts. No name RC podcast. That's Key and White. Hey, you know, uh, head over to uh, uh, Ran Out of Talent. Head over to Alex Sturgeon's podcast. Uh, there's a ton of them out there. Hey, no, I mean this is important yeah, stuff because when you're driving. <laughs> right. When you're driving to these events, you got to know the places to stop. Good point. And Good point. And apparently, Iron Skillet's not one of them anymore. Yeah, you according don't, you, to an expert truck driver, right there. Yeah, you want to stay away, I guess. Yeah. Maybe we got lucky. <clears throat> uh, Mitchell says, "Quick trip is always worth a stop in Wisconsin." There you go. So we're getting some good tips here for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Just traveling. Sounds Where's our like, next big race, Jason? When, when's the next one that you're flying out to? What's what's that one? Uh, let me just uh, go find out what state that is, here. and then we'll have Pete or, or somebody here give us the best Actually, truck stop food. Psycho Nitro Blast is the is the next uh, our next travel event. All right, where's that and at? Then we just have a huge run of events. It's oh, that's in uh, Georgia, right? It's actually Tennessee. Oh, that was close. Yeah. Big trip in Wisconsin. So. Pete says, finally, a subject he has knowledge (laughs) about. (laughs) Right. Right. See, we thank God you're here tonight, Pete. We should ask Pete what kind of truck is in Knight Rider. Remember the Knight Rider episode where there was Kit and then there was Goliath? 
Right, where, I do. Yeah. Yeah, the Goliath had the they put the, you know, the metal like uh mm-hmm. it was like a metal protective thing on the front end of the truck, but it was like a flat face <laughs> truck. Uh but you know, Garth dr- uh, drove that one, which he was the the evil twin of Michael yeah. Knight. Yeah. I used to use him as my profile pick. No, I think you should go back to Garth, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, Pete, call into the show. Talk about truck stops. Um, <laughs> uh, trucks or trucks. Trucks. Oh, yeah, because he's into the square body trucks like you are and stuff like that. So, right? Well, you could talk about trucker trucks. Yeah, Pete Phillips. Uh, Big rigs. Big rigs. was a modified Freightliner cab over. Is that what he said? Yep. There we go. RJ says there was a badass truck stop in Douglas, Wyoming. Killer bacon cheeseburgers. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they put a big uh, kind of a mesh of a, a grated mesh on the front of this truck. And that was supposed to be the. That's what took down Knight Rider. It was funny how as, as you're a kid, they could just paint the thing gray, mm-hmm. put a bumper on it. And it was evil. And it was evil. <laughs> like, you know, and I obviously they add in, you know, you add in the noises and you got Michael Knight or the, I'm sorry, you have Garth in there driving and just looking all, looking more evil pretty soon. He's uh, beating up on your car. Uh, KD, KD says it was, to also take out lot listeners. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that could have been sort of a, a side benefit. Oh, man. And I think, wasn't it they, they stole Kit's uh, molecular bonded shell, I believe is what happened. That was the reason why the Goliath was so damaging is because it was a semi. And then they stole Kit's uh, molecular bonded shell. Right. <laughs> KD's uh, a big fan of the show. He actually has a Radio Impound t-shirt that uh, um, one of our old school shirts. Now we have uh, new design ones. You could head over to carpies.com C-A-R-P-Y-S dot com and he has a little Radio Impound link there and you can uh, click on there and purchase any uh, Radio Impound gear. Do they have any like Knight Rider Goliath stuff or uh sure I'm sure he does truck stop memorabilia? Right. He does. That's what we're all about right now. Corey Jordan says it was a FedEx ground truck. It's a FedEx ground. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey was driving. He's like he's like, here's your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey Corey, what do you think of Amazon? Um just get an opinion of another delivery driver, but I heard Amazon is putting AI controlled cameras in all their trucks to uh, um, monitor the driver and make sure he's doing everything properly. Get your thoughts on that. Buddy of mine drives for Amazon. He told me all about it. He had to sign a waiver for it or otherwise they fire you. How would you like that, Corey? Or you, Pete, a camera inside the truck constantly. It could detect when you yawn if you're too tired. It could detect when you pick up your phone and look at it. Nothing like being tracked. Right. Terrible. 
RJ says A Team Van. It was an A T Van. A Team Van. I never watched A Team. Wait, what? No, I never watched A Team. Never watched an episode of A Team. I never watched a, an episode. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, why don't you check it out, man? It's awesome. I don't. I don't know. I just there's something. I don't know. I, maybe I didn't like the van, or I was like a. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to Derek at Jeff at Carpies. RJ says, and and you know what? I owe Derek's got to come on the show. Um, actually. I will go get it if you go on one of your RC rants. But uh, Derek sent me an awesome pit board, a Radio Impound Podcast pit board that I can give away. So it's pretty cool. I think it's uh, I think I have it downstairs actually. I'll run down there and get it here soon. But um, yeah, big shout out to Derek and Derek and Jeff. And um, I know I got to get Derek on the show, but I want to get him on the show at the same time Kirby's here because they could talk oval racing and and all that oval. stuff. So. I guess Derek will never be on the show that because <laughs> when's the next time Kirby's going to be, he did say next weekend. No, Kirby wanted to be on the show next weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm like, we record on weekends, but, um, uh, maybe if Jason, you know, maybe we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm here all weekend. Supposedly. Oh, Corey says we have them already in, in the, he has cameras inside his truck already. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. That's okay. I don't know how I would like that. Um, I promise you guys, we'll get the RC talk. But this is what's cool. Um, just rambling on here with the fans. You know, we were talking about RC earlier. We, yeah, we, we got a question. We went straight through all the events that's happened already. We yeah listed all the winners. I mean. Well, actually, the time a podcast goes, you already know who won. You don't need us coming on here. I mean, but it's, it's a breakdown. We're we're giving yeah. you the, the the after show, the breakdown. Yeah, it's cool. You can talk to Jason about it, ask him questions of what happened and stuff. Super Bowl like uh, breakdown, right? Uh, where where am I here? RJ cannot believe you have not seen a team yet. I didn't watch Hard Castle and McCormick either. I never watched that. Wow. I was I am I blown did, away by this. I watched one. I watched Dukes of Hazard, Knight Rider, uh Fall Guy. Those were my favorite three. I think. What else was there? Well, you saw okay, so Fall Guy, Simon and Simon you watched. Simon and Simon I didn't watch either. Oh, okay. Uh Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. Night Rider, mm-hmm. Fall Guy. Those are my favorites. Rockford Files. You ever watched that back then? Nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched the intros to a lot of those. You know, they had the truck and was that Simon and Simon that had the Dodge truck? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know. Had the the red or the orange Dodge with the stripes, the big bumper on the front. That's the Pete. P. Phillips talks about that one. That's his favorite truck. That that model dot six. I watched Six Million Dollar Man. I like that too. Yeah. Do 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 do. Pop, 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 pop. Um, Duck says, speaking of pit boards, any chance you want to do another run of the carbon fiber aluminum boards you did a while ago? We have we have them going. They're in the works right now. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. It's it's happening. It is happening. Hey, talk talk about talk about that. I'll be right back. I'll go get that pit board quick. So yeah, with the pit board, I don't know how long ago that was when we released the original ones. <sighs> that had to be five or six years ago when we did the 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 original carbon aluminum pit boards and people loved them. They're expensive. That's why we've never really made them again. But I'd say of all the things we get asked for, that's definitely one of them. So this year, actually end of last year, we decided we were going to do another, another run of them. So uh, yeah, that's happening. I really, they're really cool pieces. Uh, I know Mayfield's been using his a lot, his original one a lot, a lot lately. Uh, Paul uses his all the time. Uh, I want to say I saw Matt Gonzalez had his out at the race over the over the weekend. Vegas. Uh, several guys have them that they're still using. Mine, I don't remember what happened to mine. I used to have a really nice one. Then I let Spencer borrow it for a race, and he put two or four glue rings. He put four glue rings all over my carbon pit board. Uh, so that was that was that. And, and I don't know where it is. I don't know if I gave it to somebody or what ended up happening to it. I must have gave it to somebody. Just gave it away? <clears throat> yeah, I must have gave it away. Huh. I don't know who has mine. I got to find it. It's got four... It's got four glue rings on it from Spencer, though. I know that. So, Oh, man. Even Mayfield has made it longer with his carbon pit board than Spencer did. That's that's big. I thought <laughs> Ryan would would uh, mess his up way before Spencer, but how's our comments going? Uh, can you view the comments there? I think I just oh. made it so you can see them. Oh, awesome. <clears throat> um, totally blind. Because I want to find this pit board. I, I think I put it upstairs, but um, hmm. uh, King and White, no name RC podcast. Rip was the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, my apologies, <laughs> <laughs> man. Listening yeah. back to some of those. Uh, well, to be honest, I mean, it had to be the first one a lot of people listened to. So. Yeah, I think there was only, like I said, there was only. Uh, Two, I want to say one that was solely dedicated to RC, and then he had Horizon. He had Horizons that did, um, you know, they covered everything that they sold and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I was talking to somebody about this recently. Like it, like I don't want to say it's well, it is a little bit easier to get into it now, and that's why I think that's why you're seeing. I mean, especially with this, um, you know, you got Zoom and Streamyard. Uh, they just make it so easy to get into, and 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 it's really cool how you can interact with the fans easy now. You know, compared to you know back in the day. But um, where was I going with this, Jason? Help me. <laughs> I'm reading the comments. I'm trying. Yeah, to- I know. I'm getting distracted. I see them coming in, and uh, um. I forget where I was going with it. We had a lot. There's a lot of podcasts out there now, um, which is cool. And I, 
I think it, you know, when we first started, it was very difficult. <clears throat> I think it's a lot easier for people today to get um, people to listen and watch the show. Uh, like I said, back in 2012, guys in RC uh, just really didn't have an idea what a podcast was. They would ask you, well, what radio station is it on? And I think that podcast I'm talking about, I think it was called RC Chat, maybe? Gary Katzer did it, right? I don't know the names, but... I think it was Gary Katzer, maybe. I think they, they were in a radio station out somewhere in Vegas, I think. Oh, those guys. No, no, Gary yeah. Katzer did the Horizon one. Right, and then uh, and some then guys, the guys in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, I know, the, I know the guys in Vegas, too. Oh, okay. So, um, they did it out of a radio station. So, when I started it with Radio Impound, people were like, well, what radio station are you on? Like, how do I tune in? And I'm like, well, you, it's a radio show, like, on the internet. Like, you download it, and they're like, well, how do you do that? And all this other stuff. So, it was very hard to, to get through to people how to listen to the show, or today, it's just you know, everybody knows what a podcast is and how to, um, so, um, yeah, I really don't know where I was going with that. All distracted. I'm trying to figure out where my pit board's at. I believe it's upstairs. Um, so yeah, cool. Key and white, no name RC podcast. Now that dude, I think he's like every week. I mean, that's how we were back then. Back in the day, I was hammering him out every single week. Very consistent. What you need to do. And I realize that. And we, um, but what are you going to do? We're, we're still here. Um, yeah, the, the one of the comments. Will you ever give David Church call in, in podcasts? Um, yeah, that was, I, that was funny when Dave came on. Man, that's it been was. a long time now, too. Jeez. That was a good one. When we Man. had to, when we were talked about how he got kicked out of the worlds in Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was a mess. That whole Worlds was a total mess, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> and that was just that was just part of it. Yeah. Uh, John Blakely says he's watching live from Otterville. Is that uh, Otterville, uh, Nebraska? I don't know. Uh, I saw the question up here from Checkered Past. Can Jason give insight when he was driving? What was the timeline, say, from the B3 working for put the B4. On, can you put it up on the screen there? Oh, can I do that? Just I click on it. I don't think I can do that. Oh, it doesn't let you do it? No. It's kind of weird. Well, the 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 B2 the B2 to B3 was a pretty quick turnaround for them at the time because the, the B2 was new in 95 and then the B three go bucks going for eight. The B three was new in ninety seven, so that was a two year turnaround in in nineteen ninety five to nineteen ninety seven. Had different A arms, different caster blocks, hub carriers. So it was really kind of a pretty big change they made from two to three in two years. Then <clears throat> the B three stayed from ninety seven all the way till about oh three. So that that car had about a you know, they had to have it around for about six years and that, and the car was really not very suited to the tracks we started running on at that point. So if you were an associated guy during that period of time, you went through about five or six years where you really needed some updates to get the car better. 
but it wasn't out there. Uh, they just did a factory team version and small revisions here and there. Uh, still won the Worlds in 99, that car, but needed some changes. And then they got uh, more firepower in their design department um, along, you know, to add the cliff with Torrance and Kurt Winger and uh, those guys kind of joined the the team out there and they kind of got the, and uh, Brent Telke joined as the team manager and they really kind of got rocking and go again. And, and then they, uh, they released the B4, whatever that was 2002 or 2003 when they released the B4. And then the B4 was a 10 year old platform. Uh, they went from, whatever that was, say, 0203, they went all the way to, you know, 2013. And then uh, that's when they started running the the C4, which was the conversion uh, for the B4 to make it mid-motor. And then the B5 came out, and the B5 didn't last very long. That was a quick, B5 was a quick, kind of a couple-year thing, but that was in the transition from rear motor to mid motor to lay down, they went really fast and then they got in the B six and now we're in the sort of the revisions, uh, 0.1, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's, you know, that B two, B three turnaround was quick, but from RC 10 to B two was 10 years. They went two years, B two to B three and then B four to B five was 10 years and then they did a two-year turnaround uh, between those two, roughly, and then onto the B6 now, which we've had for several years in, you know, small <clears throat> incremental changes. So I think uh, if you really look at the original B6 and then you look at the B6 that they released now, they're still really good uh, laydown cars, and you could probably run the original B6 would be fine, but... Uh, <clears throat> so that's it that's about that we got pete phillips giving the shout out on the uh the vehicles the simon and simon power wagon the fall guy gmc yep we got duck reminding us of starsky and hutch didn't watch that yeah i didn't watch that um, i mean i saw bits and pieces but yes pete mentions their visit rusty's tv car museum in Jackson, Tennessee, I do need to do that. <clears throat> so I read, and, uh, and RJ mentioned I redeem myself by watching the Six Million Dollar Man. That's good. <laughs> uh, Scott Foy asking the the retail on the pit board, uh, which I think is in the two hundred and sixty dollar range. Now I have the pit board here. Thing is, it's in green, so I think my green screen is really going to cut cut it off. You could get an idea what it looks like there. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Got the little Carpies logo on the corner. So I'm going to give this away to somebody eventually. When Derek's on the show, though, I want to give it away when Derek's on. So awesome. Going through here, Corey explaining the cameras and the vehicle. The FedEx truck are really more for safety, which is good. Uh, uh, well, yeah, where's that? Where are you at here? Oh, okay, here we are. Um, we got duck admitting that, uh, we just saw the live stream. That's good. 
stream yard. Well, he says, I have to admit, I didn't know you guys did a live stream with your podcast. I've only listened to you guys via Apple Podcasts. This is great. Yeah, yeah we just started doing um, stream yard, you know, just a couple episodes now. So yeah, we got uh, Tanya yeah, saying like- that her, her uh, BF went to Western Nats, which was cool. Uh, they liked watching the two wheel mod. Yeah, I was. I didn't realize this right below me here. I have a. Uh... Oh, this is from uh, 2019. Yeah, that's exactly Carpet right. Nationals uh, first place four wheel drive modified. So who was that? That was Mayfield. Mayfield. Oh, is it? It's autographed up here. Oh, okay. Yep. Catch that. I didn't catch the autograph. <laughs> so Corey is asking, what was the scary movie with the 18 wheeler back in the day? Which I think is the movie called Duel where uh, the semi is chasing the guy in the car. I believe that movie is called Duel. Oh, then we got John saying the Maximum Overdrive. Uh, I was thinking of Duel. That could be it. He yeah, it's be probably right. Maximum Overdrive. But, but Duel oh, is a semi cool. chasing a guy in a car. That's kind of a, kind of a scary movie. <clears throat> um, same episode that Jason just casually mentions. So I was in this bar in Argentina... <laughs> oh, uh, John says Canada, eh? Otterville is in Canada. So then we got David Adams. What do you think of the speed of change in the no prep cars and equipment? Also, what advancements can you see in the tires? Uh, no prep uh, has definitely come on strong. You know, we've been doing it for about four and a half years now the the drag racing and you know what's funny is we just had that huge race in vegas that's another thing we could have talked about they had the big rc drag race where the guy won i believe it was nineteen thousand five hundred dollars or was it eighteen thousand five hundred one or the other he either won eighteen thousand five hundred or nineteen thousand five hundred he won that much money yeah so wow uh, yeah so it's the big king of the streets event in vegas uh I believe the entry fee you could sign up was a hundred dollars and you know, you got, you know, 200 plus racers, you have a $24,000 payout. 10% goes to the people running the event and the rest went to the winner. So, uh, interestingly enough, the two cars, the one car that made the finals was a B six converted to a, a no prep drag car, which is, I mean, I don't remember how far back we did our B6. Uh, I'll look it up here. But uh, Street Eliminator build. Let me see when we did this. Just bear with me here for a second. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, one of our vehicles. So we first built a slash. That was our first picture car, I guess you could say. We did a slash converted to a street eliminator. Then we did a B6 converted to a street eliminator, which we we sell the components, some conversion components for that today. And so one of the guys in the finals, I believe, had a converted B6 to, to a, a drag car. And then the other guy was running a DR10 with a couple hop-ups on it, 3D printed something in the back, shock tower extender or something. And so that was the finals of the race. The biggest race we've had so far in drag racing was a converted B6 and then a DR10. 
uh, plastic chassis car. So a lot of people were using that as the uh, kind of the comical, hey, everybody's making these uh, carbon fiber drag racing cars, but here's the guy with the DR10 in the finals. Uh, wow. You know, over the plastic chassis. So, and from what I understand, the track wasn't extremely high grip. A lot of the guys that are really good at this right now run a little more traction and they got their speeds down. But this whole game is about how you do that day, not what you test and tune for in the long haul. So, you know, they, they have a location. It's how you can do that day and get your car working that day. That's important. And those two guys got to the finals and uh, clay was the winner He had the pink, the pink car clay Keats, I think was the winner. And he did. He, I mean, I mean, I've never raced one single race for 18,000 or $19,000. So he did a hell of a job and I don't know if they gave him a small check or the big check. I don't know, but got to get the big one. It would be nice to have the big check and throw but, it back in your uh, car. Like, uh, yeah, Gilmore. Yeah. I mean, the car of all his checks, <laughs> big checks in this car. Yeah. <laughs> there, so there is a lot of different directions. I think what people sometimes, sometimes what gets the, what gets people as attention online in this, uh, RC drag racing is the people that are building cars that are sort of unlimited with all the carbon fiber, everything they got, you know, unlimited power. They got all kinds of special batteries and power boost capacitors. And I mean, I know Mayfield was sending me pictures of his stuff, sending me pictures of his stuff the other day. You know, he's got, he was building up a couple cars while he's waiting, um, waiting for a new baby to come, to come oh. on board. But, uh, so he's, he's working, uh, on some drag cars and his eight scale at the moment. And, but, so a lot of those really cool looking carbon cars make a lot of noise on the internet, but I believe there's still a lot, there's still a lot out there that it doesn't have to look exactly like that to have success at one of these events because you don't know what the surface is going to be like. So it could so happen that, you know, you have a good car that day and you go to the finals like this guy did. And so you you really have to watch this at the moment because I think people get hung up on the, you know, just buying everything that's the most expensive. Cause they think that's the way to victory lane is, um, you know, people just say, Oh, I got to have this carbon thing. I got to have this fancy body mount. I got to have this fancy wheelie bar. I got to have all this. And, you know, they just keep pouring money into these drag cars until it's a $2,000 drag car. And then a DR 10 beats you. And then you get beat by a DR10. So, oh my God, I would hang happens. it up. I would hang which, it up right there. Which is happening, you know. Which happens. Uh, <laughs> so ultimately, it still is coming down to how your car is working that day on the surface you're running on. How you know how much work do you have to do to get up to speed uh, on that particular surface? And maybe you just set your <laughs> stuff out that day, and you're just magic. And maybe that was a couple of these guys that their stuff was really good and, and it benefited them. Now, if you, sir, if you go to somebody's location where they're just dialed in pass after pass after pass and they're, uh, they're set up 
you know, they're on kill. Sure. It might be kind of hard to beat that guy there, but he knows that surface and he's been taking hits on that, that, uh, that area for a long time and he's dialed into it, but you go to maybe some equal ground or some track or condition. You don't know. You can't rule out anybody. And so Hmm. I know, uh, everybody in this has been in RC drag racing. And this is where, you know, kind of go down to uh, Keenan's question about monster truck stuff. Uh, <clears throat> that's where these two things are a little in parallel because, like I will say about the monster truck racing, and it's the same with this drag racing. You can get beat by anybody at any time because the races are quick and uh, the driving side, I don't think, is near as technical as it is. I mean, we just put up six videos from our carpet nationals at 702 on YouTube and go watch those videos. Um, yeah, of course the, the plastic is more favorable, but yeah, that, but it shows that that platform is, is competitive, but yeah, you go watch our video on YouTube of those six main events from Vegas, the driving talent, these guys had, uh, negotiating that carpet tracks amazing i drove after the race so i have a even a i drove a couple cars after the race including spencer's and then a davy bata who won 17.5 and um and then you, you know you switch over to the drag racing stuff where uh in the monster truck where it's so fast the races go by in two seconds or six seconds you can just get beat by anybody uh, Kean says the plastic chassis allows for more flex generate more grip on a low traction. Yeah, of course, everybody after the fact knows all this, right? So after the fact, everybody comes in and says, oh yeah, yeah, of course that has more traction. Yeah. But you know, but when people geared up to run the race, they all bought the most expensive thing. They didn't, they didn't look at the track and say, oh, Hey, you know, I'm going to tune to the track. They, they all, most people show up with the most expensive thing because they think they don't, you know, they think that's going to be the best. So I think, you know, sure. A plastic chassis, more flex, whatever. But, um, I mean, these, even the plastic chassis stuff's pretty rigid. Uh, you know, we used to run it in off-road, the very same chassis setup. So, yeah, I mean, Sure. After the fact, everybody's a genius and knows. Oh well, that guy was running good. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I think he's calling you out, man. <laughs> but no, I mean that. <laughs> but that's how it works. It works at all this, you know, right. in all the forms of racing. It is easy okay. to say after the fact, um, whether it's off road or on road or whatever. Oh well, of course that car works good on that track. Well, yeah. Now that the race is over, well, what, what car finished second? Like what? Who was right behind him there? Well, no, the guy that won was right. running the B six converted to a drag car which is like the car that we built essentially <clears throat> it has an it has an sc6 chassis i believe and gotcha. uh, that type of thing all right b6 arms then you go to the dr and then the guy that got second was running the dr10 with the uh, 3d printed uh bracket on the rear shock tower i believe oh so so these so there was guys there with just totally tricked out dragsters didn't yeah didn't even get to the finals. Yeah. And wow. you know, um, obviously Tim Smith, one of the guys that has been in drag racing longer than anybody, he has probably one of the trickiest looking 
drag cars you can get. He posts maybe three or four photos a day of it on Facebook, and it is a beautiful car. Wow. But those cars get beat too. Yeah. And wow. going so Tim in, was there? Yeah, Tim was there. And oh, he, he said he made a um, kind of an error in his test and tune the day before. He turned down his power a little too much, and he just kind of got outrun. I forget if he was in the second round maybe. He got beat okay. in the second round or something. I can't remember. It was one of the two. Right. And uh, but I mean, he was pretty honest about you know his experience, which just goes back to <clears throat> saying you can get beat by anybody at any time. And so, yeah, um, it, it will. It will eventually. It, it will trickle to where everybody's running at the race event. A, a more dedicated, a more expensive car. Not that I don't necessarily agree. I wish it wasn't like that, but that's just how it works. Um, but there is a huge market for these cars. And price is a factor in general when, when the sales of the sales of these cars. So you can't sell a $1,500 drag car right now. Um, yeah. I mean, so, you know, Pete's got his, his comment there and, but you know, the DR 10 is selling really well and that's, uh, helping the business. It's helping the industry because that car is doing so well. Now, if the DR 10 was $1,500, it would not be helping the RC business, no. uh, like the DR 10 is at the moment. So racers race, racers spend a lot of money, build the $1,500 trick car uh, but it's that's not necessarily good for the business or good for the industry but um and people get caught up you know they see there's a new uh, somebody mentioned it before there's a new chassis out all the time you see but i think you gotta you still gotta realize these events do go to the guys that have their stuff working that day on that track and if you know, it could be one day you show up and it could be the super trick car like Tim Smith, or you show up, um, another guy, you know, the DR 10, it's just, <laughs> wow. you know, May Mayfield has three cars right now. He's built three drag right. cars. He's got a DR 10. He's got the, um, he's got the one based off of Mark Vines chassis and he's got the one and he's got more of a traditional B6 uh sc6 chassis one so he's got three drag cars and he says the dr10 is by far the funnest one to drive he's like i go outside he's like it'll basically just wheelie a little bit and go straight down the track every time and he's like the dr10's based one is by far his favorite to drive hmm. uh, and he said it's the most consistent but if he's going to try to beat one of these guys doing two seconds or you know, 2.1s or 1.9s or whatever they're running, he's, you know, he's going to have to have the high end. Um, you know, he's going to have to, you know, have the type of equipment they have. So, yeah, Keenan, like you said, Mayfield's gone deep. Um, he, yeah, he just loves RC cars. Um, he's got, he's got all of them. You know, we made that speed run car together. Uh, he's got the, uh, TRX four rock crawler scale truck, uh, all of his race cars. Now he's got three drag cars. His dad has a drag car. 
So, um, Keenan was saying, is Monster for Jason, is Monster Truck Racing going to be as big? No, I don't think the Monster Truck Racing will be as big as No Prep because I think there's a little better attraction to the No Prep cars uh, looking like a real car. And it's easier to do it. Maybe that's even the largest thing is you can run your no prep car out in front of your house if you want. Whereas monster truck, sure, you can run it out front of your house, but you still kind of have to construct a little bit of a track. So I think in monster trucks, you still got to build a little bit of a track. And with the snow prep, you could really just go. I know Mayfield does passes out in front of his house. He just takes the car out and goes and does hits out in front of his house. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't like that. I like this. Hmm. So, um, RJ says, oops, sorry. Where are you at? I'm reading what you got up. Uh, RJ says in the mid Atlantic, they're getting two distinct classes up the stock DR 10 type and a stock Traxxas type. Then the full blown outlaw class. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's good. I, I don't, I think making you're going to, well, what we have right now is previously the DR 10 was the only car available. I still think it's the only car you can get. Uh, the low C has a 22 S coming and then Traxxas just made their big announcement a week or so ago that they're going to have a, a, a vehicle. So I'm really surprised it's taken Traxxas this long. You know, the first car, that we built was Traxxas based with banded arms, uh, based off of, um, JD Crow's recommendation. So, you know, one of the things I like to, if I'm going to brag about anything, it's that we were one of the first in to RC drag racing street eliminators. And so, you know, when people will ask me, do you got anything for drag racing? I'm like, yeah, we did four and a half years ago. <laughs> it's like, you know, we've, we've already been messing with this. Where were you then? But anyway. Um, um, I remember at Trinity, there used to be a guy there that uh, brought in his drag car from time to time <clears throat> to buy parts and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was tricked out to the max. I forget the dude's name, but we promoted him a few times in our advertisements back then. Mm-hmm. Late 90s, when we were starting to get drag racing going. Was he running the rare earth magnets? Yes. Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> and I know exactly where they came from. Oh, okay. What part of the earth? Do you know? No. I do. I was actually at the mine. All right. Um, Okay, commenting from YouTube, by the way. You can go over to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Radio Impound. We have Mitchell um, asking uh, real quick. Wait, hold on now. Before Here, we get I to Duck. up on the screen there already for you. Before Does Traxxas have a patent on drag racing, Jason? I don't think they have a patent on actually drag racing. Okay. I hope not. Because <laughs> we we'd all be in trouble. Uh, they would have... A lot of people would owe Draxus a lot. The first two cars, they said the first race that ever happened in the world was the first time two cars rolled up next to each other. Oh. So that was the first time there was ever a race um, at the beginning of time was the first time two cars rolled up next to each other. So, yeah, if they got a patent on drag racing, they were way ahead of the game, way ahead of the game. Hmm. 
All right. I mean, we were in it for four and a half years, but Traxxas has been in it for hundreds of years based on that. <laughs> the hundreds? Mike says, Jason, glad to see you're back. Mike Bellotti, I like that photo of Mike holding that fish. He's got him when he was a kid holding the fish and then him holding the fish. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That's pretty wild. So Mitchell was saying he has Mark the original music. Remember I saying that meme with the one when they catch fish? I think it was Scott Hall in it. Anyway, uh, where's this Mitchell question at? So I can put it up. I have on the original time. B6. That latest wide rear end make that much of a difference. That's the part I'm seeing. I like how it's Mike Bellotti 2 or the second. Yeah, Mike Bellotti. The second. I like the name. Sound uh, Bellotti. Hey, Bellotti. I need you to do me a favor. I need to do you a solid. We got some guys over here. I need you to travel down to Florida and take somebody out. He is in Florida. Oh. <laughs> All right. He doesn't have to travel. How far does he have to travel to JC? Because I needed to do it's, me a it's favor. It's actually not that far. <laughs> All right. Hey, Bellotti. I need you to do me a favor. Uh, yeah, he's just asking about the original B6 versus the 0.3 rear end. Um, I, I'm not really the best person on that because I haven't driven the B6.3. Um, I would think that it's a, still a smaller incremental <clears throat> change, but... Judging by the performance of watching Spencer's two wheel and others uh, at the carpet race we were just at, I thought it was a. I thought the car looked great. What's ironic is I thought that Brock should have won four wheel and Spencer should have won two wheel, but it worked out the opposite at the race we were at. Uh, Brock's now running the Schumacher cars and doing a great job with the speed of those, and he TQ'd both. But I thought Spencer really could have won two wheel and then Brock, I thought would have won four wheel, but it actually reversed. So, hmm. you know, I don't think you have to have the new rear end, but I think it would probably be your first, one of your first updates. <laughs> Alex Turgeon. RJ says, will we see any belted J concept tires back in stock soon. Yeah, I know we've been getting them back in and shipping them out. They're just, they come in and out so fast and the belted tires do take longer to make. So that's why they're all a little more rare in the market. Um, nice. So Alex said he was watching some behind the scenes of Maximum Overdrive. Apparently there was a lot of drugs on the set. Hmm. <laughs> Making that movie, I would imagine. RJ eighteen eighteen five. So he said it was eighteen thousand five hundred. Um, we had ESCs back in eighty nine that did the same thing that ESCs are doing now. We eventually dumped them for max power micro switches with ten cells and so forth. Different ball game. Howard tried. Will be. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact situation. Essentially, what Mayfield was telling me is the guys are running. Uh, you know, uh, a special battery, special two battery setup, 
and then a bunch of power capacitors uh, hooked to it that almost look the size of a battery pack. Uh, I don't have a picture of the car, but I think that's kind of what RJ is referring to is that they were doing some of this stuff back in the day. Um, and he also said he's only ever raced a real drag car for 18,000, but man, even if you're racing a real car for that much, that's a big deal. Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, RJ, you know, like the real thing. If you're going to spend money, spend it on tires and working on your shocks. Alex has a DRT. I'll tell you what, Alex has a ton of RC cars. This guy has, he look, I think he actually has more than anybody. They have an on-road track. They have the off-road track. They do right. crawling, scaling. He's got it all. If you, if you got an RC question, which is, being a manager of this hobby town, you would have to be a little knowledgeable in the RC game. It would help. Um, yeah, so David Adams said that the the car that won had a very flexible chassis, which is, I think, actually true. He had the, uh, the Mark Vine, the slim chassis that has a ton front-to-back um oh man where's the big oh yeah (laughs) i can't wait to get to john bolton from what i saw the king of the streets walk about was scale trail type of vibe lots of products on display lots of interaction you know i was a little scared of what the vibe was gonna be at that event with the money on the line uh, it's the king of the streets. KOTS is the drag race we were talking about where okay. the guy won the 18,000. Oh, okay. but I think I was a little worried with that kind of money on the line that the, it would lose some that would lose a little bit in terms of, you know, people being nice or having that right vibe. But from everybody that has told me, they really loved the event. They didn't have any problems, any issues. Everybody was really complimentary to each other, helping each other, which with that kind of money on the line. That's unusual. uh, Yeah. It just, it really says a lot, I guess, about the RC guys. So, and that's making this, there's another one that people are signing up for now in Oklahoma called the super chip event and that thing has got tons of entries i want to say there's like 405 people signed up or something what's this one called it's called the super chip super RC. chip yeah i think it's just called super chip right something all right um wow then john bolton drag racing will turn into the 17.5 of the rc world uh, guys are believing in buying wins. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be, there's a lot of truth to that. People just like to show up with the coolest looking shit. Yeah, and that's that, that's, that's a big part of it. Right. And if you don't mind spending money for that idea, I think that's okay. Um, the the part that I, the one of the classes I'm concerned about is they drug in the 13.5 cars now, 13.5 motors into drag racing, which I think is going to be a nightmare. Mm. Uh, I like the idea of the rules. They've had some great rules with the it has to look with the body and the I don't I think you have to have a more realistic body. 
and you have to, um, there's some limits on the wheelie bar or no wheelie bar. I like all that. I just, the motor part is what's really going to be, you know, this limitation is really going to make it tough. Yeah, Alex mentioned here. Oh, look at Alex Surgeon. I'm making a regulator brat fro boy monster truck <laughs> because. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex is, uh, like I said, he's got it all. And then he says he's Traxxas is late to the drag racing party, which they are, but them being late to the party usually isn't all that bad. They still seem to 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 make their they still need to seem to get their um, there's um guys on YouTube that popped up in my newsfeed. Um somewhere down south, I think like Georgia, Atlanta area, that just they drag race, like in parking lots. They show up yeah. at night somewhere and they Yeah. And uh you know, I caught my eye. I was watching, watching them run, and uh, yeah, some of the cars when they go right off the line, like when they take off, they just spin right out instantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the coolest looking car, like you'll be like, they'll, they'll show the two cars, and you're like, oh, that one over there is definitely going to win because it looks really awesome, and it just spins out, and this little kid that's just running whatever just goes right down and wins. You know, so it's like, oh, all right. Um, you know what Keenan's saying here? Do we think that off-road drivers can catch on and be more successful in no prep? At this point, I haven't noticed really any advantage to any driver. Uh, I mean, you think about it at the moment. Uh, you, you think about like a Tim Smith. He probably has just as much, if not more, than experience in drag racing in, than anybody. And he's having sort of like mediocre to average success and then you have a guy like mayfield who's a world champion in off-road and he drives it and he just kind of has like so far you know the racing he's done just okay success you know he won one race uh in drag racing but he's gotten beat just as much as he or he's gotten beat more than he's won so at the moment it doesn't really seem like it favors anybody it favors who's got the car figured out that's who it's favors right um so which i think is is what is exciting for people because they may not have um they may not have the skills to wheel an eight scale buggy or a 10 scale car but maybe they were maybe they just don't mind putting in endless amounts of work and passes to be great in drag racing and that's what's going to pay off did uh we we had tim smith on a show years ago uh when he was yeah, trying way to before this yeah yeah i mean probably when we first started <laughs> 2013 maybe somewhere around there um and he was trying to break the 200 mile per hour but did he ever do that no like did anybody break the 200 there's barrier? only one guy that's broken 200 i believe and that was the um man his name is is it that Nick guy? That's, That's exactly who did it. Uh, Nick Case. Uh, Nick Case. Nick Case. He got right. 200 miles an hour. He did. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. And this was a while. So I knew it was like a, whoever got there first between Tim and Nick, I think, at that time. They were having a battle, yeah. And I, I don't know. There's some – I'm sure it depends who you talk to by, you know, 
you know, supposedly there was some, I don't know if Nick had some extra help with his car. There's some kind of rumor that, I don't know, that it wasn't as, I don't know what the right word is. So how long ago did he do this? It was several years back. Was, oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, those two are the top and top drag racers and they were going for it. So I was just, I remember Tim was on, you know, trying to get that 200 first. So never checked in on that to see if they did. <laughs> so. well, Almond McLean basically just, he wrapped it up here for us. Drag strip equals fast car racetrack equals fast driver. So, which is, you know, very true. Very, very true. Bellotti Bellotti says dude the no prep is dialed yeah I mean Keenan is talking about speed runs and yeah there's a big difference between drag racing and speed runs if you're just going for 200 miles an hour like you know you can use sort of an unlimited amount of distance right so Mm -hmm. there's no real distance that you have to maintain whereas drag racing you know uh you have a limited amount of space that you got to do it in and to be honest you got to stay within the your borders and there's a there's a distinct finish line and there's some games uh you know side by side (laughs) i gotta do i'll be right back hold on where are you going you keep talking. I'll be right back. All right. Where's I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll say nothing. He's going about it. All right. Bilotti, we'll have to wait for that answer. All right. Got a lot of questions from you guys uh, asking where we were at while we were gone and uh, what we were doing. Um, like I said, Jason was traveling. I was doing a lot of family things and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, on a PlayStation 5, playing that. I don't know what to talk about. Can't talk about RC much. But uh, there's the uh, PlayStation 5 digital edition, which was a gift for my daughter. And there's the other PlayStation 5 disc version. That's right. Be jealous. Um, That was for David, my buddy David. I know he's watching. He's going to hate me for doing that, but I just had to. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? Ah, you guys can call on the show if you'd like to talk to Jason. Uh, Gotti, is the PS5 regularly available? No, that thing is scarce, dude. I mean, I could have sold these for a thousand each, probably even more. Um, there's a semiconductor shortage worldwide from what I'm reading and uh, it affects a lot of things, not just consoles. So Xbox and Microsoft's having a hard time, you know, just putting these systems out there to everybody. So, but um, they're expecting by spring, maybe they can start pushing more out. Um, So we'll see what happens there, but yeah, I guess uh, Biden, Biden's the new president, right, uh, Jason? <laughs> as far um, as I remember. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he was saying that they were going to launch an investigation into the semiconductor uh, shortage. 
So, Jason, I was talking about the PlayStation 5 because I was uh, flexing on people with my two PlayStation 5s. You got two? Uh, yeah, well, the, the other one's my daughter's. That was for that was a uh, Christmas present. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was able to secure two. I was able to secure two, one on Amazon, and the other one was an actual invite from Sony because uh, I spent a lot. every other one. <laughs> I spend a lot in their store throughout the year. So um, they sent out invites to to uh, their customers that, you know, support them. And uh, so I got the digital version through Sony, which was pretty cool. It came with a nice little card from Sony and it said, you know, thank you for the business and all this other stuff. And uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I was able to get that one and the other one from Amazon. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the because there's key and ask are they available yet and they're you still can't find them anywhere on store shelves really and yeah well there's a semiconductor shortage that doesn't just affect consoles it affects anything that takes these conductors mm-hmm. conductors capacitor, whatever the hell they are you know what they semiconductors. are semiconductors semiconductor conductors or something and it's uh, a, uh it's a flux capacitor Flux capacitor, that's a shortage of flux capacitors. And uh, supposedly the government's supposed to be investigating this because it's holding up a lot of other things besides besides my consoles. So, um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. It's supposed, supposedly by spring, they're supposed to be hopefully rolling and get pumping more out. So, um, oh, I, I got, yep, Almond says I am correct. About everything, that's fine. About everything, that's right. I was correct about VR also. Almond, I know, I know Sony is doing a new VR. <sighs> They're doing a VR. Jason, Jason, Here we go. wrap this up. Oh, no. Anyway, I, I, I Almond bought a VR headset a few years ago, and I said, ah, you wasted your money. And uh, I was right about it. You wasted your money, right, Almond? A minute, a minute. All right. No, nah, he, he enjoys video, it. So. Video game consoles are harder to get than an inbox. <laughs> Almond um, says, yeah, the, yeah, video game consoles are harder to get than the inbox RC10 Worlds car. Uh, okay. Uh, here we go, Jason. Uh, Kevin says, uh, well, most of the raw materials are much hard. Well, most of the raw materials are much harder to find. Jason, does it affect any of your products? A little bit, but I mean, I think we've been pretty fortunate. You know, we're still, um, I think more than anything, uh, it's uh, just at the moment, the, you know, the sales have been good in RC. So a lot more RC stuff uh, has been affected by just uh, larger sales, to be honest. I think it's that's been the biggest thing. Uh, Keen says, "Hopefully by June, so he can get one." <clears throat> Keen, that's, that's the soonest he thinks he can get a PS5. Is that what it is? Man, here, here's the problem: when they do become available, um, bots, BOTS, bots buy them up. So if you're a reseller, let's say you're a reseller, you have a computer program that just instantly, when they become available on Amazon. They just pull like a hundred of them or more. I mean, these guys are buying. There was a photo of a guy with 2000 PS5s and Microsoft Xboxes. And it's like, it's just crazy. And now, and now here, you know what companies creating a program to 
combat bots. I think I sent you the link to it, but it's Nike. Okay. Nike is coming up with a program to combat all of this because apparently it happens in the sneaker industry, especially with the Jordans. Oh. When when a new Jordan mm-hmm. comes out, you know, these guys, they, they have these bots that just buy them up instantly from these uh, retailers. And then they get on eBay and sell them for outrageous price. Hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Kean, I, I don't, I don't re- remember. Do I should be saving the, uh, the, we have uh, a little bit of a lag issue here. We might the game know. world. <laughs> um, Kean, I don't know if I have your gamer tag. Are you on my PS five friends list? I have no idea because I forget like these guys add me and then I forget like, you know, like I'm like the other day, I was like, who the hell is this? And then I realized it was Spencer. And then I was looking through my friends list. I didn't realize I had Ryan Cavalieri on my friends list. I was like, damn, I didn't even know he had this. I forgot all about that. It was PS4 days. Might have even been a PS3 days, actually. This is cracking me up all so the time. So I don't even know if he uh, even plays PlayStation anymore. But I know Spencer does. He's always on Warzone. <clears throat> um, this is cracking me up. Allman says... Got me on Walmart four or five times, sold out in three seconds. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Like a lot of times, you can get it in your cart and it just sells right out. Like it'll, it, you'll get it in your cart and it'll say, "Oops, this is sold out," and you're like, "What? It was in my cart? Like how?" But yeah, it's all about the bots, man. <clears throat> I don't think so, you guys had that problem in RC where bots are buying up RC kits. Uh, let's see, the bots. All right, let's get back on RC real quick, and then we'll wrap this up. It's getting a little late. Nine o'clock, Jason. How how much closer do you live to JC now? It's further. Oh, it's further. Oh, well, that wasn't smart. <laughs> All right. Uh, P. Phillips says, Jason, is J Concepts going to do anything special with Bigfoot 4 when Bigfoot 4 gets revealed? We've talked about it. Um, but... Uh, there's kind of some bots be buying up tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you guys, you guys don't have that issue. It would be a nice problem to have, actually. Um. Anyway, go ahead, Pete Phillips. Uh, J Concepts do anything special for uh, Bigfoot Four when it gets revealed? We've talked about it. It just really kind of depends on the timeline of when it's ready. When there's a reveal in which identity the truck is going to wear that really determines a lot too if the truck has a certain identity it's better for um there's a lot of different identities it could have uh between the all blue bigfoot four louisville we call it then there's bigfoot four racer stripe uh there's bigfoot four is snake bite there's three different to me, distinct looks the truck could have, and it really depends on what look they finally, that they go for, determines if we can do anything special with it. Gotcha. From Jake. Right. Uh, Brad says, yeah, the Nike vice president was involved in it. Uh, Her son bought a ton using bot program. Okay, that's it. I saw the article. That's what it is, huh? Right. Yep. I'll send you the link again. I I sent it to you, but, uh, you know, must, you know, how that goes. right. Um, Justin Jubert, I'm ready for some rocket league. Yeah. Jubert, we, we haven't played together since rocket league. Um, but, 
I think you said your son's always on it. I always see you on there. Uh, Almond wants to know anyone pitch Centro the idea of an RC ten B six R. I haven't heard anybody pitch that idea to them, and I don't know. I don't. I don't think at this point that it's going to happen unless the tracks conditions turn around some way or another to where you need a rear motor uh, at the moment all the racing that we're all doing the guys just want the weight even further forward they want the car to steer more they want the car to be more active in the front and if we as long as we have carpet tracks and high traction clay tracks as our base that's the direction it's going to keep going unless it's switched around somehow and we start running uh, outdoors again. I just don't see it happening from just because, you know, from a sales standpoint, they just have no one to sell them to. All right. Um, well, here's a reason to get out of here soon. Alex says hobby plex after hours. That's it. After hours on YouTube tonight at nine 30 central time. Okay. Central. So we still have another hour to go, Jason, if you want. um, Does Alex owe us anything for the, uh, the advertisement here? Yeah, I'll send him. uh, Is it like a PayPal request? Right. Yeah. I'll shoot you over a request. Alex. Uh, It's going to be pretty expensive. So don't get too shocked there. Um, Justin says he don't remember where the on switch is on his PS4. Okay. Well, I guess we won't be playing then or yeah. Um, Kevin says, will Allison allocate JC R and D resources to Margarita shower dispenser. No, (laughs) she's been so busy at work. Um, What are you doing to poor Allison over there? She's your wife. Come on now. She's got got definitely one of the toughest jobs. Right. Guess we got to keep her. Uh, Duck says, uh, Aussie tracks seem to be the only guys running tracks that require a stand-up or rear motor. They do, but I, you know, the most of the guys that I see are still on laydown, even out there. Um. You know, what's really strange, I haven't done this in a while, but Paul and I many, many years ago had yes. a rear mo- had a rear motor car mm-hmm. and a mid-motor car at one of our loose outdoor tracks, and Paul and I still preferred the mid-motor car. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this is when it was stand-up. So, wow. I don't know. We haven't done the test in a long time. <clears throat> Will Britton says he's still at work. <laughs> Will work working, working on those scooters. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Scott says need to have JC West Coast office. I'm trying to get one up here in the Northeast. Hell with the West Coast. You know, it was one of the funniest things is when Will Britton was announcing, he would announce 40 plus at our race in Omaha because Alex was racing 40 plus. So Alex right. would normally do all the announcing. So Will would go in and announce and he would talk and he would, he'd get in you know, and he'd say, uh, this class is sponsored by, 
get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> you know, so he had all these jokes going for 40 plus. He'll, he'll type them in. Uh, one of them was, uh, uh, if you need to rebuild a carburetor on a lawnmower, one of these guys in the driver's stand should be able to help you. Sponsored by New Balance Shoes, our forty <laughs> New plus, Balance, our forty plus, uh, our forty plus mod class, Air Monarchs, <laughs> the Air Monarchs. Those, that's the best. <laughs> oh man! When uh, his mid motor gets loose, he prays. Kevin says, you guys are killing it at JC. Busy, but great support. That's what JC's all about, man. Right? We're trying. Support, supporting the customers. Yeah, Will, tell us. We got New Balance Shoes. Viagra was another sponsor. Sponsored by Viagra. Viagra. Uh, where, where are we at here? Here we go. Yeah, need to, if you need to learn how to drive a manual transmission, <laughs> see one of these guys on the driver's stand. <laughs> Um, Almond says, uh, Cloudbuster to JC kit recommended upgrades besides the JC kit. Well, the steering, that's a separate part. Um, yeah. So the behind the axle steering is good to have. And then I really like our steering, our steering blocks or our steering knuckles. Uh, that stuff is really nice. That's a 3d printed part, but that really makes a big difference. It just, it just depends how crazy you want to get with it. But yeah, the, the, the chassis kit is nice. You can kind of get rid of all the, um, you can kind of get rid of some of the steering setup the way the standard clod is. Uh, Baden says most Aussie tracks now have it adapted to the U S style tracks due to the market direction. Yeah, I'd say that's probably probably one of the best descriptions. Yeah. Sponsored by Icy Hot. I think he said that one too. Hey, Shaka does the commercials for Icy Hot. <clears throat> Didn't he say he burned himself? Yeah. Yeah, you know where. Sintered laser. Uh well, I don't do any I don't do any 3D printing at our shop. I just actually just go I just do everything through Shapeways because ibuprofen <laughs> will print. Oh Shapeways. Yeah, I, I know Shapeways. Yeah, we we Carby. do a lot of our um all of our 3D printing through Shapeways just because I like the finish and then I don't have to I can do the part designing when we can get it printing and I can work on something else and I like the materials they have. And I like the, the finish of the product looks the best to me. I think Kirby has, if you go to, I don't know if you go to Shapeways site and then type in seven XL, you can get some seven XL items in there that they put up. Uh, Will Britton, ibuprofen. All right. Well, these jokes aren't as good as I thought they'd be, but uh, I get them. All right, well, when uh, he John, was announcing them, they were a lot better. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, John Bowen, Alex, next race, make sure 40 plus is a class to corner Marshall Will's race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. No, Will, Will, Will don't wreck. Right, right Will? I mean, he's he a team. I wouldn't have him on a team if he, if he wrecked. <clears throat> One of our team drivers, Dave McEwen, 
basically went to a race and dominated. Yeah, he does a he does <laughs> a lot of racing. He doesn't hold back on classes. No. He races uh Big dog. He races it all, man. Um Will says he was getting ready for someone to get upset because he wasn't holding back on the jokes. RJ likes your idea or style there. Don't have to babysit a machine. Makes sense. There you go. All right. I think we're near the end of the show. This has been this has been great. Guys have been really participating and got a lot of comments there. I don't know if I hit everybody here, but the next West Coast visit. There you go. Scott wants to know when's your next West Coast. It actually, I mean, really, I think we're actually kind of done with our West Coast swing this year. It depends what you count, I guess, because we're going to Albany, Oregon for our Northwest Carpet Champs. That's mid-April. And that might be, well, Silver State is in May. That's in Vegas. I, I... Count all these as a West Coast trip. Um, I think you talked about this earlier. Where are the carbon boards at? They're close. Very, very close. They're almost ready. Scott wants to know if you're doing the BK Classic. It depends. I haven't decided yet. They haven't. I don't know that they've actually thrown out the date yet, have they? Let's look here. I don't have it written down. In the past, the I think the first year we did it October or November. So, uh, Almond says thanks, guys. He's glad we're still alive. Uh, don't put your PS Five in sleep mode, Gotti. Um, my PS Five is always in sleep mode. I I know what you're talking about there. I know the issue. I think it was actually with the Spider Man game. INS and Phoenix. Um, but yeah, it's it's always in sleep mode. No issues with my PS5. You're not going to get uh, Gotti to say a bad thing about his. Uh, well, listen, I had a lot of people asking me about it. And um, it because um, a lot of my friends are trying to get it. And I keep telling them, it, like, like you said, Jason, the hunt is greater than the catch. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's more of you want it than than you than you actually need it though. When you when you turn the thing like especially for me when I came from a PS4 Pro, okay, because the PS4 was 1080p. You go from PS4 Pro, which is 4K, and then you get the PS5. And you're not really seeing much of a difference at all. Um, what are you doing there, Jason? <laughs> That's like I'm, I'm trying to make the meme with all the math symbols behind it. Oh, okay, Jason's all confused. Hey, listen. I gave you your time with RC. Now let me okay. go. I know you want to go home, but, uh, and I thought you moved closer. That's a shame that you moved further, but, uh, have a safe trip home. Um, now you lost me. See, you lose my train of thought. I'm done. Anyway, um, you're talking about 1080p of the old, uh, well, anyway. So the PS4, you're not going to see like this massive difference. What you're going to notice though is definitely the load times is fantastic. Like, Basically, you're in and out of games like that. And that's what I love most about the PS5. Um, and then also, you know, you can do 4K at 60 frames. Uh, I am running 
a new Sony Bravia TV that can do uh, 120. So like Cold War does that. Um, it has HDMI 2.1, the TV. And Cold War can get you up there. And it, the game's real smooth. I mean, super smooth when you're playing it on the PS5. And then if you go back to the PS4, you do notice the difference there. But for anybody that's out there really hunting a PS5, I know Keen said he was and stuff. Um, it's awesome, but don't feel like you're totally missing out on something. Because, um, you know, so we'll do for now. What's nice about the PS5, too, is it's super quiet. You cannot hear it. So what we're saying is this could be a little bit like the B6 conversation to the B6.3 conversation. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Here's what I understood at the on the. Uh, here's what I understood. I can't see that. I just wrote PS4, PS5. That was <laughs> what I understood of. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, I love the system. The fact that it's quiet and it just loads games instantly. It's awesome. <clears throat> um, Almond says going to 100 frames per second is like getting new eyeglasses for the backstretch. So there it is. I was converting it to RC. Almond, we'll need you to convert this to RC for Jason. Um, Yeah, Almond, it's awesome. I I I don't. And Pete, I don't know when I'm coming to Texas next. Maybe when it warms up. Is it still (laughs) for Thorn? If Thornhill, I guess, would be the next. If there's something at Thornhill, that's usually when we seem to gather over there. Right. When uh, is Texas unfrozen right now, Pete? I mean, uh, how's that going? Playing on the gridiron in the frozen tundra. Uh, Billy says Jason looks like he's working on some fresh tires for the PS5. <laughs> I am. It's uh, called PS4 and PS5. Right. You know what you could make me? Uh, I should go. How about those it. calipers in the back of? The- you, you like that? Yeah. I know you were taking some heat online for that, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to post that up there. Just to troll everybody. The people you know that are upset with you, I want to make them even more mad. As as they say in wrestling, it's hard to get you gotta get that heat, right? <laughs> right. You gotta get and you heat. did. You did get the heat when you we put got the some good heat for that. So right. So now I just want to stir the pot even more and put them up there and piss some people off. Uh <laughs> but what we said, hey, right. um you can buy a five dollar watch or a fifty thousand dollar watch. And you know what? They both tell time. That's 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 something. <laughs> Winner's over in Texas. Yeah, okay. Well, then it's safe to go there, Jason. Texas. We like going to Thornhill. Yeah. One of All the right. best tracks for sure. Uh, I was going to – I bought some uh, 3D printed because you guys were talking 3D print stuff. I bought 3D printed uh, – Controller for the PS5, the controller to hold the controller on the you table. You never told me any of this. Yeah, I'd go get it for you if you want this me to. This is stuff that, that I would exciting? actually. Well, I didn't think you cared, but you know. I'm going to type in. Uh... I'd put it in our chat, but you know, I'd get trash for it. Oh, yeah, of course. No, oh, that's dumb. <laughs> that's stupid. All right, take over. Talk to your Talk to your fans for a second there, Jason. Winners over in Texas. We talked to Pete about that. We talked about all the new. We haven't talked about all the new releases we've had. 
Um, had a bunch of those this year. We can go over those. I know those are always exciting. Got that uh, licensship licensing deal with Bigfoot 4x4. So we got the new 2020 Summit Bigfoot 21 body. Then we got our new Heritage t-shirts and sweatshirts. We got the new, which have been really, people ask a lot about these, the the Mini B bodies, uh, the Losi Mini B. <laughs> 3D printed parts are keeping his RC-10 alive. I don't doubt it. And then, oh, Gotti, we, we're not hearing you. Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot I was on mute. Uh, this is this is for Almond because I know he'd be go. interested. This is a P- PS5 3D printed uh, controller stand that you get on eBay. You know what? You should you should uh, you should have talked to me about this. I could design you a much cooler one. Yeah, well, uh, I could send one down to you, and you can look at this and uh, make me it'd up a, a JC one. It'd be a lot cooler. I so, brought that up in our uh, conference meeting the other day. That I think we should we do did? something like this, and you kind of blew me off. Um, but yeah, there it is. See, we could do this, Jason. Oh, That's man. what I was talking about. You didn't know That's I was brutal, talking. man. That's brutal. Um, we could we could do a much better one. Right. We can do one. That's what I said. We could do one blue. You know. Um, no, much. It'd be a better design, not just the color. The design. Carbon fiber. No, 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 no. You don't want to do carbon. Beauty fiber? is in the three D design. That's where the beauty is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. There you go. Any cool. more licensed Bigfoot bodies? We do, Pete. We have a few coming. There are some in the queue. We did the uh, the license plate screws. Remember those? Oh, that's right. I think mine are in the. I think actually mine just came in. Must today. be in the mail. No, I think it showed up today. Okay. I didn't open up the JC package. Um, these are oh. really nice. This is like to me. I was messing with my truck. Um, no, no, not <clears> gonna oh, Kevin, good. he's got <clears> you. No, he's got your number now. Yeah, we're not getting into PC. So, yeah, these license plate screws. I'm putting a license plate on my truck, and I realized I'm like, these screws are horrible. That holds your <laughs> license plate on. Oh, really? And okay, they're horrible. Yeah, they're they're ugly. They're always got some kind of, uh, you know, they're corroded or they're just yeah, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right. So I, I busted out this screw for the license plate. And I'm like, you know what? I'm making this for myself. And if people, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But I put them on. And so far, people are loving them. Cool. So we didn't, we didn't get a lot of heat for that. No, people liked it. <clears throat> I was kind of surprised. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, some more. We did the magma tires. The big the big lug basher eight scale tires. Magma. 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 <laughs> uh Pete said he thought it was April first. So did I. When I first saw it, I was like, wait a minute. What? It wasn't. There's these no. were legit, man. These were <clears throat> nice. We got a couple other little surprises coming too. Oh. All right, uh, PS5 stuff. How about that, Almond? Yeah, 
Alex says Nissan. How about a JC JC Nissan crawling body to go with the new sexy tires? You know, we used to have Nissan licensing, and we kind of gave gave uh, we let it expire just because the Nissan stuff was just not doing that well at the time, and we weren't that big into crawling and scale trucks at that time. But yeah, maybe it could come back at some point. I don't know. Okay. Magmas. We had the the uh, location change of the Spring Indoor Nationals from Tacoma, Washington. Now we're having it at SS Hobbies and Raceway in Tampa. That was another release. And then the for the scale guys, the truck, the 89 tucked body. I like that one. So that's about as far back as I'll go just because I don't want to get too boring. Yeah. Um, oh, we already touched on that. The license plate bolts. Um, Kevin, wait, where'd that go? Kevin says, give us one candy of a new product coming. Uh, give him a shot of something there. Well, there was something earlier that we had to make sure we hid from the backdrop. We can't show that. Yeah, we got rid of that. Let me think here. I got something kind of cool. Hold All on. right. Okay. No, I'm just, uh, I got to sort something here. What's a PF of a new? Well, of a new product. Coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that. multiple things here at one time i don't know if you answered this from p any more license bigfoot bodies coming yeah we have a list that we're working on uh that we're kind of going down so over a period of the next year or so we'll be kind of working down the list uh uh pete says was the was the 89 89 tucked ford body molded on somebody's truck or straight from your imagination what it is is a combination of a – it was learning from our creep body. We have a creep crawler body that was uh, that that we really like. So it was learning some from that, what people liked about it, and then seeing what some guys do with some of the bodies and crawling where they, you know, have been um, tucking in some of the front and the back sections. So – so it was from the creep to seeing some of the guys tucking some of the front and rear sections of the bodies to uh, our monster truck bodies, which uh, we have a lot of 89 Fords, 93 Fords. We incorporated that into the design, the wheel wells from that. And then there is a little bit of a nod to Bigfoot 6 roll bar on this uh on this truck. So the, the roll bars back in the day were made by Weston, I believe. And the back, the, the, the roll bar that we have on this tucked body in the photos, uh, it's a 3d printed one, but we incorporated what I consider a Bigfoot six roll bar, but it was a Weston roll bar. And then we made a custom roof rack. So all that stuff together. So about five or six different things were the part of the inspiration. So let me show this. Oh, what's he got? 
What's he got? He's hiding something. I'm hiding. All right, first we'll show something for Pete. He's been begging me about this, but okay, Pete. Here you go. Pay attention, Pete. Here's our little. This is a 24th scale, oh, 70 Chevy body. This is oh. for the the little axial truck. He's been. He was talking about. Maybe, this. Hold on one second. Let me. Uh... Yeah. So Pete's been talking about having a body for the 24th scale. Right here. That was his question. 929. He oh. asked about the 24th scale. There it is. We got one coming. There's there you go, Pete. You know, one of the tires, I don't know that um, Alex Sturgeon saw this one. Alex, Alex actually said, cool, you're going to sell a shit ton of those. <laughs> That's the <laughs> idea. <laughs> we got another scale tire here. This is the hunk. They're limited edition, Alex. Limited to how many he can sell. So here's the hunk tire. Alex saw the tusk. In the photo, he was saying that the, the are we just going to ignore those tires and wheels? And no, we're not. That was the Tusk tire. It was a hazard wheel in aluminum. But this is this is a hunk. Hunk. Calling it. Okay. It's kind of cool. One point nine tire. Maybe you could show the tread pattern on there, Tom. Put it up to the camera a little bit. Cool. This is the hunk. Personally, my favorite's the Tusk, the one we had on the truck in the photo Alex saw. So that's that one. Okay. That's something else. We got our, we got our 10 scale guys. Yep. So we've been working on a revised uh, well, Double D 2.0. There it is. Double D 2.0 we're working on. That's for 10 scale. Some people saw these in a, in a little bit of a photo. This is uh, a 10 scale tire we're working on. We're not going to talk too much about it, but. Can you get it closer to the camera? I don't like, know if I want to get it any closer. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. But yeah, this is a new, another 10 scale tire we're working on. So we got, so that was one. So we got, we got four things we showed. There's more than that. There's always more than that, but couple cool things that just had to show um billy asked would jc ever make a short course body for the sc8 unfortunately i don't think so because i believe the car is a little bit or the vehicle's discontinued so it would only be for the ones that are out there which is still a good amount but that is a huge body i mean that thing is like maybe this big jesus it's a really big body. It's probably one of the best ones associated that that first vehicle they made with that body was probably their best looking short course truck with the red. I think it had Red Bull on it. Red Bull decals. The thing was a beautiful truck uh, when they released it, but then they went to the 10 scale versions. And so, yeah, there is a vintage, some vintage love coming. That duck asks any vintage love. Yeah, there is. Jason Santos has the first one. Um, well, I have the first one, but <laughs> you don't count. count. Mine's mine's. Well, if I say that, it'll give it away. I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> You're making it rain in here, Jason. Uh, Will Britton ask, uh, have you thought about adding paint to the colors offered for hop up parts? I don't know that you can anodize. Maybe you can anodize pink. Okay. 
Um, I so haven't then. done it before. Speaking of uh, almond, if you're still listening, uh, PS5, I purchase off flamingtoast.com. I'm going to give them a free plug here. Flamingtoast.com. You can go there for all your, eh, like RC, hop ups for your PlayStation or Xbox. And I did get the, when you power on the PS5, it glows like like a blue bluish color, like a faint blue. Well, I got pink. Uh, since you brought up pink there, I bought a pink, like a decal that goes over that when you turn it on, then the PS5 uh, turns on a pinkish color, like the T-Mobile pink. I thought that would look cool. And I also got the Radio Impound green color too. So I'm mm. going to try that one out. I just wanted to see what the different, how it worked. You just put it right over the light and uh, we'll see what it looks like. I'll take photos. Uh, Jason wants to know ETA on the double D's 2.0. <laughs> uh, it's going to be week. this. this what, no, what's the standard answer? Two weeks, uh, two weeks. Two weeks. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it'll be in the summer. Right. I think he'll be able to make his races though out at uh, pin, pin, pin shop, pit shop, pin. It's either pin, pin shop or pit shop. Uh, Jason says you can do pink anno. Looks pretty cool. Okay, yeah, I've, I've never had any uh, anodizing in pink, so. Um. <laughs> Chili Duncan, is this correct? Running live for 2.5 hours? Even prisoners get bathroom breaks. No. Jason took a bathroom break earlier. Uh, no, somebody was at my door. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, pit, pit Shop, that's it. So Pit what's Shop. What's that now? Jason says Pit Stop? Yeah, that was the name of the track, Pit Stop. Okay. That's in Pennsylvania. Got it. Oh, Pit Stop Hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to race there at Mount Joy. That was not Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> I used to crash a lot there. Chili Duncan. He's always coming in with something. Coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Two point five hours, nine thirty. Jason, we better. We I guess we better roll. But uh, well, we missed our record. record. Three and a half great. hours. Oh yeah, we did three. We used to do three-hour shows easily, and then yeah. uh, amazing enough, people complained about that. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a podcast. You stop and listen and fast yeah. forward and put it on high speed if you want. We sound like chipmunks. Pete Phillips listens to the show that way in 1.5, I think it is. Yeah, He speeds it up. He runs through an hour show in, in like minutes. So I never understood the argument like, oh, the show's too long. And then, of course, when you cut them down to like an hour and a half, well, it's too short. What are you going to do? You can't win them all. You definitely can't. All right. Well, I think the uh, questions are slowing down now. and uh, But that was cool. Got a lot of... Great to see everybody back here. That was a fun episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to do it again. Yeah, we got we to gotta get on. We got to get going here. It's, it's spring. Spring's coming up. Nice weather. Everybody's in a good mood. I know that it's always summer down in Florida, but here... You know, we got everything. It's like 70 out today. Beautiful. For you guys, that's what it was. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Feel, you know, now we're a little motivated now. We're back. Mm-hmm. Got a few new, few new items here that I want to try out. So I want to I want to get back on a more consistent schedule. I know I, we say that all the time, but uh, we even tossed around the idea like if, hey, if none of us can do it, 
can we have somebody else that wants it? Like a Will Britton want to sit in and take control of the stream yard and do a podcast one week for us? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's toss that idea around. Because this doing this format, people can just log in easily for us. But we need uh, we need guys that are willing to do that and comfortable to do that. Uh, oh yeah, Pete. Pete's been a long time listener. Back to back to when Jason was killing him with the keyboard hammering. In fact, Pete, we did, didn't we buy a keyboard, Jason? That was kind of silent. You gave me a link to a more silent keyboard. Right. I think actually almond gave us like a, a link and then I forwarded it to you and you bought that keyboard. Yep. And you also bought a mouse, right? That's quiet. Um, I think did it come with it. I think I did. I bought this mouse off of Amazon. I don't know who makes this one. Let me see. Jellycomb makes it and it's totally silent. You press it and it's just totally silent. Mine yeah, is sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I, I love this mouse actually. I have a few other mouses here and this is like my favorite one, totally silent and it's just, it just works great. Bluetooth, you know, awesome. Um, so Kevin says he could help out too. So look at yeah. all these volunteers you got. I know this is, this is great. You know what? Uh, you guys can message us on the radio and pound page. It's something I seriously thought about because there's a lot of times, you know, obviously Jason's traveling or something comes up on my end. Um, and I, I'll take the blame for a lot of this four months. Was it four months, Jason? And it's an amazing how time flies too. When you miss one episode, then you miss another. And then all of a sudden it just snowballs and you miss a whole bunch of them. Pretty soon it's four um, months. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're like, wow. Like, I think you messaged me and you're like, you know, it's been like almost four months. I'm like, holy shit. When I really, you know, I'm like, dude, that's, that's bad. We got to Chili says he's getting his decals out of the trash. (laughs) Uh, dang, Rip is back for 2021. Guess I'll grab those decals. Yeah, you should have never put them in the trash to begin with, you clown. Yeah, they're worth hey. a lot. <laughs> I bet Chili misses me oh bugging him. Uh, that's a great idea, by the way. I bet Chili, let me finish this first. Chili probably misses me bugging him for like these 1990 car action issues. Yeah, it'll <laughs> come back though. I, w- I was on a roll there for a while where I would message him and he'd be like, Look, dude, I'm out with my family right now. Before I even asked him for anything, he he knew exactly what I was going to ask him. Uh, Duck says live stream from the Iron Skillet, which is a great idea because I I'm almost certain maybe I closed down. There's one down the road for me about 25 miles. Really? And if, yeah, and Go if, there, if get that, the chicken the chicken strips were good. If that place is still open, I seriously for an episode should run down there and just do the episode through my phone because you could do yeah. streaming. I seriously should do it from the from the Iron Skillet if that place is still open. How about this? If you had to rename a podcast, you could name it Iron Skillet. Yeah. Or how about this? If when you were looking, you were thinking about doing the football one, the Grid Iron Skillet. Oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's another project of mine that that uh, just got lost in these four months of my chaos over here. Chahos, as I like to say, actually. Um, and Duck says there's a lot of skillets over there. Uh, Will says better than Twin Peaks chicken strips. Twin well, Peaks. Let's not, let's not get crazy. All right. Okay. 
Are we ending this? <laughs> Twin Peaks. Uh, we've been to that one over there in Omaha. Uh, what do you do? You go down the Dodge Road. What is it called? Dodge Road or Dodge City Road. Four weeks out of 17 for football podcast. Yeah, I think we did four weeks. Hey, Justin, I think I'm going to need you to uh, pick up the slack here. That's a, that's something you can do, Justin, for me. Is it pinch hit? Is that what it's I called? I need a pinch Pinch yeah, pinch, hit. Uh, pinch hit. Pinch hit. Justin, we, we got to crank that up next, this season. Dodge. Street. I need your help, though, Justin. Yeah, so you go down. Yeah, you go down to Dodge, Dodge Street or Dodge whatever it is, and you go down there, and uh, that's you start to you can head to Twin Twin Peaks. That's the same way to Starbucks too. So Twin Peaks is uh, the awesome. They have awesome chicken strips. Yeah, I guess they have really good chicken strips. Oh, okay. You haven't had them. They're, uh, yeah, I know. Um, I know my way around some of these cities. We go to when we went. When we got into Vegas seven o two, and I was Lee Setzer and Hannah uh, was with us, and uh, I was giving them. I was the giving them the tour uh, while we were driving down the uh, the fifteen there. You know. Oh, Bellagio's over here, Mandalay Bay. Uh, you know, here's the Luxor and, uh, you know, the Excalibur, you know, Excalibur, you know. So, you know, New York, New York. And as you see the roller coaster, that's New York, New York. You go by right. there and get to Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace, that's the most expensive uh, rooms you can get. I think that's where they film the hangover. Uh oh, Will coming in. A little too hot on this one. Uh, Will says the breast. Are better than the strips. Of course. All right, guys. Leave it to the guy that likes the pink anodizing. Yeah. I think I've been, I was trying to get out of here an hour ago. We're still trying to shut the show down. It's amazing, but it's been fun, man. It's been fun. Yeah, this is the way to do it when you get it's interaction. Right. You get the interaction. It, you know, the tough part about the interaction. <laughs> oh, Canes are better. Hmm. Oh gosh, here comes Alex. <laughs> oh, Alex says I prefer the thighs. Yeah, the tough thing with the um... man, you guys just won't let us go, will you? No. Uh, P. Phillips, when you go to Phoenix, you've got to hit up Lou Minotti's Pizza. That's another place for Gotti, Lou Minotti. Luminaris. Um <laughs> well, at least we just came right out with yeah. it. Uh yeah, it's sometimes it, for the people listening on an audio version of this podcast, they get a little lost. So that's why I tried to say the name and the comment for you. Oh, guys. good job. That's way better than I was doing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I'm thinking everyone's got my same experience. I'm thinking everyone's got my same experience. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, that was episode 222. We appreciate everybody joining us. Have you ever seen the movie? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking of movies, I, uh, I downloaded uh, Commando Directors. I never saw this on Amazon Prime. The director's before. cut? Yeah, the director's cut on Amazon. It was More people killed in that one? I haven't watched it yet, but it's only a minute longer than the standard version. <laughs> it's it's one thirty, it's one twenty nine 
on the commando and the commando uncut is one thirty. Commando is a great movie. Love it. Love yeah. it. So I had to get the director's cut. Cause I'm like, I want to see what that's all about. Was I close the other day when I gave that voice message about the, it was from commando. Um, Oh yeah. Your uh, little, your little pissant soldiers make me laugh. Yeah. Dude, you're on point with that. Your little pissant soldiers make me laugh. Hilarious. Hilarious. I should play it on here for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matrix and I could take them all out. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. <laughs> if Matrix yeah. was here, he'd laugh too. <laughs> I love, I love that movie. I love the beginning of that movie too. When he's like, you know, uh, they come and invade his home. <laughs> Pete. Talking he, about Airwolf. I was like <laughs> out of nowhere. I like Airwolf. <laughs> Pete, Pete Phillips in with Airwolf was based on the Bell 2 222 helicopter. Oh, episode 222, 222. Airwolf. Good idea. <laughs> Matrix and I would take them all out. <laughs> I like when he tells that uh, soldier, he's like, he's like, you know. The downwind. He's like, what the hell? You think I could smell them coming? He goes, I did. Yep. That's the beginning, right? Pete, sorry. Random brain dump. That's fine, Pete. That's what the show is anyway. Big old dump. <laughs> how about when How about when they're on the airplane? And, uh, and <laughs> I know what you're going to say already. Yeah. He, he, he hits He's the guy with the big back. elbow. Yeah. And uh, he gets Please his neck. Disturb, my friend. He's dead tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen Commando, you should see Commando. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that nobody's seen Commando in this chat. Somebody, they have all seen Commando. Come on. Though you didn't see A Team, so. Sully. <laughs> You're a funny guy, Sully. Where's Bella Tolly at? Bella Tolly. Where's Bella Tolly at? God, that's a cool ass name. Sully, you're a funny guy. All right. Can I end the show now? 222? All right. Brought to you by J Concepts. The reflection. How's that? How's that saying go? The uh, opinions and the, the opinions expressions and, and expressions on this podcast may not necessarily be that of J Concepts. <laughs> That's got to be at the beginning of the show every time. Yeah, you got to move it over. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Let my friend sleep. He's dead tired. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, we're going to go to sleep. Stick around. Yeah. Jason's got to go one. get dinner. It's another one. Stick around. <laughs> Audio version, people. We apologize. I don't edit no more, so I'm not going to edit much of this. So. Yeah. All right. Say bye, Jason. We'll be back hopefully next week. Hopefully. And if, like I said, if any of you guys are interested out there of maybe oh, I, seriously, we toss around this idea and I just kind of like mention it now, but if anybody's interested in maybe taking over when we can't just message us on Facebook and uh, maybe you can come in here and do the stream yard stuff for us. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, we, we gotta go. You know See why? Ya. Why? We're dead tired. <laughs> Don't disturb my friend. Yeah.